you're listening to the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And we're from the OtakuSpirit.com website, where you can go check out all of our anime content, new and old. Our podcast link, our forums up there, social media links on the right side. It's from anime fans for anime fans. Chime in and listen and watch and read and talk. It's all that good stuff. But yeah, today's episode is... Spoiler cast episode. What? Summer 2017. You think that there's stuff to talk about in the spoiler section? Hopefully, because I just <laughs> didn't have anything else. So <laughs> here we go. Uh, but yeah, the summer 2017 season is kind of getting close to a wrap up. And uh, we tr- we're going to try to make it a regular to do a spoiler cast because we have some people that love our reviews. Some people that like our spoiler cast talk. Um, so it's kind of nice, easy to throw together, talk about what shows we're watching, which is almost all of them, and give people our input before we go on our reviews. That way, those that want to listen to spoilers, they can get, like, a full perspective of what we think about these shows and how they kind of conclude. And if anything happens in the last, you know, three episodes, then we can probably throw at the end of our uh, our review episodes. So don't think that this is it. Um, it could still bring us something else, but yeah. So suffice to say, we're going to go through all these shows uh, hit each one of them, see if there's anything that we want to talk about with each one of them. Hopefully it doesn't only last two minutes. <laughs> H9F? No. <laughs> I'll go, no. <laughs> okay, we're done. Um, hopefully get some good discussion going and then, uh, we can conclude it. But yeah, if you check out our show notes, you can see where our timestamps are to get an idea of where you need to skip forward to if we run into a show that you don't want to hear anything about. Um, I might even say beforehand if there's anything really heavy that's going to be in there and you can decide if you want to if you've not watched it, if it's anything you need to be concerned about, if you need to skip it, or if you want to listen to it. So, And some people don't even care. They're like, give me all of your spoilers. I don't really care about spoilers. I do, so I like to make it fitting for people to be avoiding it. I hate spoilers. I despise them. So why we have to, like, not... I have to watch not watch Twitter at all on Saturdays because I'm always afraid something's going to be spoiled. Well, luckily, players. Game of Thrones is over, so we don't have to worry about Sundays, too. <laughs> I don't know how I got through all those without spoilers because they kept talking about, like, for the last three episodes, they were going... Uh, they were saying that the episodes were leaking beforehand and yeah, were spoiling them. I'm like, I didn't see any of it, so I guess I don't... I guess I've pruned my, my Twitter enough that I don't have to worry about those kind of things. I think most of my people on my folly list are are pretty good about not spoiling things. Or they're muted. <laughs> oh, but anyways, uh, we're going to go through each of the episodes, or each of the shows. Uh, we'll name off the show itself, give you guys some time, jump forward, and uh, talk spoilers. So, yeah. Are you ready? Sure, let's our, do it. With our first one that you are deep into, which is 18IF. I'm 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 totally caught you, up on that. What you What you think about episode nine? I have no idea. <laughs> what am I supposed to think about it? <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I guess... although I'm interested, you have this this note on here about a deaf singer that actually ca- caught my interest. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Is like this is partly going to be because what we what we did with this season, which we're I think we should probably do going forward. I don't know if we've ever decided on it, but uh, we're kind of cutting away what we're watching together um, so that we can cut down how many shows we're watching and be able to watch, you know, take out all this other stuff that we need to kind of get caught up on. Um, And so some of these shows might end up being a thing where one of us says something that's really interesting or we can kind of sell the show to the other person or tell them to stay away from it because uh, honestly, 18IF, stay away from it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 18IF has been like a really huge mixed bag because it's like one (sighs) episode Each episode is hitting a different story, so it's like there's not really much they're doing for a through-line plot. It's like new thing, new thing, new thing. It almost feels almost reset-ish. And it's like they each hit a very tough subject, like bulimia, bullying, um, 
uh, murder, uh, people that isolate themselves, deafness, um, revenge. I mean, all these things are kind of hitting on very toughly. But then it just goes off the wall and does whatever it does. It's like it, they had the bully episode. This girl's getting bullied, and he kind of confronts her and tries to help her out. And then, like, suddenly they jump in a mecha robot, fly off into space, and start shooting this, these invading people. Like, there, maybe I missed some kind of symbolism or something, but it, like, suddenly was like, oh, okay, yeah, I understand what you mean. Jump in mecha! It's like, wait, what are we doing? Why are we in a mecha? Why are we shooting these other people? She's trying to fight back the bullies. She's she fighting already... for herself. She's standing up for herself. Get over it, Andrew. But what I'm saying is... I am the foremost authority on the episode I have not watched. <laughs> what I mean is the the conflict was ended. It was resolved. Then mecha! That's the problem. <laughs> it wasn't a symbolism about trying to get over it because it was already over. That's the problem. Um, but no, I mean, it, it's... This show goes back and forth between it's been going back and forth between being like absolutely artistic and beautiful, uh, cool symbolisms within it. Great little twists at the end of them that you kind of don't see. I'm like, uh, and again, this is spoiler cast, so I'm able to say this kind of stuff. Um, I enjoyed one of them had it was the the figure skating one. I'm not sure if you you glanced at it. When no, I was you were telling me I should check that one out at least. It was cool because it had at some point this doctor goes to find the figure skater in the real world, because of course they're going back and forth between dream world and real world. And he kind of goes up to the, the bed of the person that's in the dream world that this main character is talking to. And he's like, I hope my sister never turns out, gets this far. And then he walks away and you're like, Holy crap. Well, like, like here's a bidicate or something like that. Is she like, does this sleeping beauty syndrome, like, uh, deform them or something. And, I think you were saying something about him being her being really old or something. Yeah, and it, what, it, what it, what's cool about it, and this is like this is the cool writing in it. And it's like this is when I, when I go to review this, I'm going to say how frustrated I am, and this is why. So this is what this is what the the the, the spoiler, the spoiler cast, cast, cast for, for. Um, is the fact that there was so much in that episode that was so well written um, because you don't realize it unless you think about it afterwards that uh, Lily poses as a boy to go out with this because but for those that are listening that are this spoiler cast that have not watched it they don't mind the spoilers um the figure skater doesn't want to be a figure skater anymore and so in this dream world she wants to be a normal girl and enjoy a normal school life uh and at some point lily comes in as a boy but you don't know it's her and and swoons the girl and they start going out and dating and stuff like that and at the very end, of course, uh, it shows the figure skater wake up, and she's old. She's really old. And so what I got from that was that Lily purposely seen that Haruto was going to make a connection with this girl. And so she stepped in to be the boyfriend right. so that he would not get connected to her and then realize that in the real world she's actually really old. So she right. was protecting she was him. Trying, she was trying to protect her, um, protect him from the... Frodo. The, from from the, the, yeah, falling in love with somebody who's technically well, really old. Kayo. I was, I was... That was the other one, but yeah, that's not the same one. She yeah. was protecting her, protect, trying to protect him, and she was like, don't fall in love with this girl or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And that's like the... There was the other one, which is probably another one that you'll probably want to check out. This show is going to be like... Uh, well, this is... That's what we were seeing at the beginning when we when we did our, our, our first impressions was... 
this show it's had, Space Dandy it went, all over again. Yeah, it's one episode, the next episode wasn't all that great. Well, at least for me, it wasn't that great. And then the next episode was really kind of cool. And then the next episode, I, I didn't really care for it. But then the next episode was really kind of cool. So it and, and I kind of see that obviously that's the thing that's going to happen throughout the show. Well, I've gotten something, like I said, there's, there's clever writing in each episode and the symbolism in each episode is really great. Um, so I've gotten something from each episode um, even though there's always something in the episode that kind of goes, oh, this, I hate this part of it. Why do you, like the Mecca thing? It's like, that was like, I, I, why this have to be here? So it's always, it's like they do something cool and then they get lost. Like, it's like Gonzo goes, oh, cool Mecca. Let's do Mecca. Yeah, let's do Mecca. It's like they're, they're you know, they're, they're the dog that's like, oh, this is cool. Ball. I mean, <laughs> they just, they just run off on some tangent. So, and I've gotten something from each episode, except for maybe the last episode, episode nine was like, it was hella gross. It was just hella gross, like through and through. Um, but it's, it, I think it's going to be one of those space dandy things where you're going to give somebody a list of like, okay, are you okay with like really gory stuff? Okay, you're not. Okay, then these these five episodes. Are you cool with that and want something cool? Yeah, okay, then do these six episodes. It's almost like one of those ones where you're like, you're going to point out, hit this episode. Because like there's, there's one that I think you should – Everybody should check out because it they did a completely different art style for it, and it looked really, really cool. And it was also one of those ones where it was symbolism through and through. And at the very end, it kind of shows you what was pulling. Like, uh, for instance, there's like this this character that's running throughout the entire episode, and you're like, why does this thing keep popping up? And then you find out at the very end of the episode, oh, that's what that was. Is this was what was causing it? That's really cool. That's that's the thing that this show has. That is it. Like, I guess I'm gonna have to make a list of like I'm gonna have to make that suggestion list for people. Because like I said, it, it doesn't. It's not like there's a through line story. I mean, you do know from the very beginning that this Katsumi guy, the doctor, wants to help his sister, and nothing. None of that's been really developed. And I'm assuming at the very end they'll probably go, okay, time to fix Katsumi's uh, uh, sister or something, whatever, or let's fix all of the Sleeping Beauties. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess I'll I guess I'll leave it at that. Um, some really cool moments in there, but so they moved away from the kind of feel of the the seven deadly sins, or are we still in the seven deadly sins type thing? Um, I guess you can draw that from. I mean, <laughs> they're all based on something negative, so obviously you can you can draw the seven deadly sins out of every single one of them. I don't know if they're. They're obviously because, not well. You're talking about seven. deafness, so it's that's not necessarily a. But yeah, the deafness band, the be- deafness thing was really cool because that one again, they do something cool with it because it, the entire episode was done. Uh, half the time they weren't either they didn't have a voice, or er, no matter what, if they even if they did have a voice, it was all in text. You'd see text come out along with it, and so while they were talking, you'd see text kind of flying around the screen um, as they were speaking. And at some point, you kind of realize that one of them is actually deaf, and it starts getting this whole thing about communication. And yeah, you kind of find out the girl in the real world is deaf, and she has a band group, and she does the uh, she does the sign language for her her audience. It was really really cool. Um, again, <laughs> it's got some really cool things in there. It's just you got to avoid episodes like nine, where it's about an idol who gets stabbed to death by some guy, and then uh, pulls everybody from her uh, her studio into this dream world and turns them all into females 
and then forces them to do like grueling exercises and stuff to be idols and they're puking everywhere and they're forced not to go to the bathroom and then they she forces them to go to the bathroom on the spot on the floor and it's like this has gotten really gross and the guy suddenly gets turned the main character is one of these girls and he gets turned into uh back into a boy by lily and then they're they got him strapped up to a chair and they're messing around with his his little his little boy and is like what the hell where does this episode come from <laughs> you just did an episode about a deaf band girl and now you're doing one with some kind of dominatrix chick idol girl who's forcing a bunch of man women to do really gross things what was the point of this one? I seen symbolism in that one. I don't in this one. What am I missing? <laughs> oh, it's it literally is one of those ones where I could never recommend it because it's a it's a it's a it's a minefield. Like y- you you're walking through a beautiful uh, f- uh, flowery field over here, and then suddenly you're like, don't step to the right. Yeah, just skip that one. <laughs> you don't you hit forward. Hit forward. You don't want to see this part. Um, yeah. Okay, so since I've given you 10 minutes on that show, Aho Girl, <laughs> about bananas. Oh, spoilers. You, you got to give them time. You got to give... I don't know if there's really anything in here to talk about, but... Uh, no, I was just pushing you out, pushing you towards the door on the other one. <laughs> I mean, it's been fun with uh, uh, Aho Girl breaking everybody, including the teacher and the gals. <laughs> It is kind of funny to see her do that, where her kind of twisted stupidity somehow makes somebody else think, and that ends up breaking them, and then they become stupid somehow. (laughs) Yeah, the teacher's, like, trying to scold her, and she turns around on her. Well, do you know anything about relationships? Have you ever been married? Huh? You don't know anything about love, do you? (laughs) I don't know. Show me love, Akaru. Oh, gosh. Aku. Anyway, so, so f- effectively, she's the re- reason she, he keeps building his harem some strange way. <laughs> Everybody trying to make him stop beating her. Uh, here's one we can do spoiler talk on. Uh, welcome to the ballroom or ballroom in Yokoso. We're on episode eight of that one so far. My gosh, it's going to be too core, too. It feels like it's going so long. <laughs> I, I if it, it just it feels like we've been watching this for two cores, I guess, is the thing, because it just I don't know what it's about it. I just feel like it's been going for a long time. But uh I think yeah. it's the season in general. That's true. It, it this season feel like feels like it's been taking forever and it's like I w- 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 wait wait we're we're almost over now suddenly. <laughs> I I guess it's uh, most of the stuff is not going to be really spoilery because I think most of it we can end up talking about in the sh- when we talk about the review which is going to be <laughs> another core away. Um but I think my favorite part, part so far has probably been uh, by far the the dance that uh, Tatara and, and Mako did in the, the park. That was like – that was pinnacle for me for this show. was like that was That was my, my knock it out of the park moment for, for sure. I, 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 and I don't know how to better describe it other than that. It was that moment that, that went, wow, this – I love this show. And, and – I had already was already pretty much liking the show. It just that was that moment where I went, yeah, I love this show. And and even even on now, it's it's we're still going into more stuff that it's like, please give me more. I I'm I'm yeah. So I didn't we didn't uh, we talked about last time when we did our our talk about doing spoiler talks, um, this possibility of doing predictions. 
Do you want to do predictions now, or do you want to wait and see if we do another spoiler cast later to do our predictions for the ending? Uh, what as far as well, this I isn't, mean for all the shows. I'm not talking about this, I, this one. Yeah, this this show isn't one that you can. And really we don't have to do. Do them for all of them. I'm just yeah. I'm just, this one it, it's the way this show moves is kind of I I like how determined it is to get these this story out. It's not pushing it. I mean, I I don't feel like it's rushing. Um, like the competition, it, 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 it cut dead in the middle of the competition. And, and now the next episode is the other part of the, the competition. And now we're going to cut off and we've got another, a third part of the competition. So it's not like, it feels like it's, it's very, it feels very methodical in how it's pacing the story beats along with the competition, which is an excellent way to do a sports show. If, if you think about it. It's it's funny because it's again it feels like I've been watching this longer than I actually have. So it it at times I feel like I'm going. When is Tatara going to get to the point where he is actually seem like he's getting better? Because it, it it kind of it pushed him in the face here recently by telling him that look you can't uh you can't just copy everybody else. And I was like, but that was his power. <laughs> so it's like okay, so now he has to figure out my only uniqueness and my only skill that I actually well, have because I'm talentless is copying and now they're saying I can't copy. So what he's going to do now is, and I think it's really going to be him not using a full performance, but probably just well, piecemealing. From I, I do love the fact that they, they did, did a, a slap in the face of you're not a prodigy, which is something that tends to happen in sports shows in a lot of cases where, um, uh, the, um, uh, the guy, f- or, I Chan, A Chan from um, uh, from uh, Steps, uh, Baby Steps. He he had a natural ability to see lot uh, really well, and and he could track lots of things. And he had a, his super brain, which was able to figure out strategies at any one point. Um, it's or, an internet processor, a learning computer. Yeah, or um, Onodera from uh, in the um, in the, make me have the biking a lot show. Of arms. In the in the biking show, he was he had done a lot of things on his mama bike, and so he was naturally able to have higher uh, endurance for doing uh, their big races. So they're always they always show a lot of um, they have a quirk that they build a quirk off that they build off of, and and yes, like you were saying, Tataras is is that he's able to mimic uh, other dancers really well, but. When he gets into his first competition, they flat out slap him in the face and say, "That's not the only thing. That's not the only thing that is required to do an actual dancing routine." Well, I thought it was kind of silly in the regards that they're saying basically you can't do somebody else's performance and get a good score. It's like, but that's what they're all doing. They all basically do techniques that have been passed down from choreography. Is choreography is what breaks that that whole thing. But what I'm saying is they're everybody's doing the same thing in their own way. So what what would him doing somebody else's uh performance be any worse? Choreography? They're, but what I'm saying is if you look if you look into a performance, they're saying you do a waltz. It's a waltz. Everybody does that. No. Yes. Watch Dancing with the Stars. They are not doing the same thing. <laughs> well, yeah, but they're all in a ballroom together though. Dancing with the Stars, they're on a stage by themselves. Right. They're, they're doing not performances. On, but they're not all cluttered together doing a dance. Like this, back and forth, rotating. They're doing different performances. But what I'm saying is, da- this isn't Dancing with the Stars. They're not doing that kind of stuff. 
they're that's doing what, that's what they're implying but that's what they're implying is that they are doing different choreographies yes they're doing the same dance but they're doing different choreographies well, i guess the problem is they're not showing me them they're not showing me having them doing a full performance so i don't know i agree it, they're they're doing like a cha-cha they're going down the middle that's that's not somebody else's thing that's that's that move i agree that they are not showing a performance uh, and i can i can attest to that they are not showing uh tatara doing a different performance than gaju i will agree on that they look no, like they are dance all doing the same dance thing on their little screen screen if they're moving on the screen because that that's a whole nother problem they do ah! a lot of steals <laughs> they do a lot the of steals in the show <laughs> but um the in the implication is that they are doing different routines because they are do they are different uh choreographies or different steps per character and you honestly think that one of those judges in that random small little contest booth is going to go oh that's kaname's dance from 1989 i, I didn't say i didn't say that <laughs> that's I'm what just, that's uh, what i'm getting I, at okay but that's a different issue that is the judges <laughs> that what they're implying is that these people are doing different performances whether or not we're seeing those different performances or it, whether or not the judges are remembering 500 years worth of dance routines, <laughs> that's aside from the point. That's where it gets a little bit out of, out of, out of step for me. So out of step, I get it. Um, and oh, by the way, twice now where you've had characters actually do proper catches and stuff like Tatara catching Mako when they're both falling. Mm-hmm. That was epic. Best MC character ever when he when he actually protected Mako from hitting the ground. Oh, and and and, and, and when they we were s- both going to bump into each other, both uh Gaju even though I hate his guts and Tatra both rotated to protect the girls. Oh, that was cool. So, we we it, it, I know it needs not be said, but best girl uh, Mako so far. Easily Mako. <laughs> <laughs> I I they haven't sold me on Suzuku. Uh, no, has, they, they have done nothing with nothing. her for me, and that's 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 probably my only beef so far. Is it's like I know there's something more here with these characters. Yeah, there. I'm not saying they have done nothing with Shizuka. Don't get me wrong. I'm just nothing so far that has sold me on her as a character. Outside of setting her up as a third uh, rival character, which okay, that was a little bit. You could have kept the rivalry between her and Mako. That would have been fine with me. But instead, they made it a rivalry between her and Tatara? I mean, seriously? <laughs> yeah, that was that was a little weird. Though, I understood so. what they were going oh, yeah. for there. It's just, it didn't, that, it, it didn't work for me. It, it's like, I, I, the, the idea what, I guess, it's hard to dis- explain in my head because to me, they were trying to say, you, you, if you want her to acknowledge you, you have to make Mako into a, a, a blooming flower, which that's going into the next episode. And that's fine. But her and, and then her see that she really wants him. And that's the rivalry. And okay. Can you prove that you are worthy of her as your, um, as your uh, uh, partner or Lead. whatever, yeah, and, and and that's and that's that's the thing is okay. Setting up that rivalry didn't work for me. I I I I like the idea of him wanting to be a better frame for Mako. I loved that idea. That was perfect. Excellent set way set up for it. 
But to bring Shizuku in there kind of just broke the, the, the chain for me in a way. They want they want to make it into a, a big huge love circle. <laughs> that's all it is. You know that's what it is. Uh, let's go to my hero academia since we gave you ten minutes on that one. <laughs> I cut ten minutes on that. <laughs> my hero academia season two. We're on episode twenty of it already. Oh my gosh! Now this is one of the ones where it's like, wait, it's been twenty episodes already for a second season. Uh, so all the other shows this season it's been like slow, and this one's like, wait, it's almost done. <laughs> um. But yeah, this one, uh, this whole entire season has been, okay, this is what I wanted from the first season. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just say that. Because I, I, the biggest issue I had with the first season was that it was it felt like it was a broken record and it was stuck in one place. And this season was like, let's hit, I mean, it hits, it's hit so much content in such a little time, I mean, even though it's 20 episodes so far. Um, it, when I was making the outline, I'm going, oh yeah, that's right. We get to talk about the tournament. I mean, technically, that was in second season, so we can talk about the the fight with uh, Ocha- uh, Ochako and and uh, who Kachan. was it? Was it Kachan? Yeah, Kachan. Had that was an epic fight, and I didn't. And it I was knew such she, a great fight. I know, right? What sucks is I knew she was going to lose. I knew I knew for a fact that she was going to lose, and that was the issue that I had with the tournament. But it doesn't matter because they were such great fights that I knew how each one of them was going to end. I think there was maybe one that surprised me, but it wasn't. It wasn't the main cast, so it was like one of those. Okay, I could have really gone either way. Um, but hers, I knew for a fact she was going to lose. But it was still an awesome fight seeing her like just claw at that that win. Basically, she did not want to lose. She. And I think she kind of knew that she was going to lose. Like, she yeah. wasn't sure if she was going to be able to make it. Because Kachan, she just well, controls gravity, I, and he is a a blast power. I mean, it was, she didn't know how she was going to counter that. But she figured out some really cool way that she could possibly pull it off. And sadly, it didn't turn out. Well, what what was even more cooler about that, it, which which made her just even more cool, is is the fact that... If you that, could possibly do that. Yeah, is... is, is Deku coming up to her and saying, look, here's an idea of how I think it, you She said, no, I don't want that. I want to do it myself. I want to be the one that beats him on my own. I want to prove to you that I am worthy of being in this group. Does that make sense? I, and I loved the way that that came off. And then when she got up there and she was just doing all these cool little things, and it's like, yeah, girl, you are the awesomeness. <laughs> It sucks. I I probably should have made a list of all the different competition or different pairings they had, because um, like even the earlier ones. Well, Shoto, uh, Shoto and Deku. That one surprised me. I did think that they were going to throw that one. I knew as Deku a, wasn't going to win, but I thought that there was a possibility of a tie, because I knew that Deku couldn't. Deku could not win because then uh, they always have to keep the shonen protagonist just down a peg, so he has a reason for what he's fighting for. And so I didn't think that, that was ever going to happen between the two of them. I knew that I I well I was I would have put him up against Kachan and then watch him uh, and then for some reason he couldn't recover after That's the fight true. with That's Shoto. True. That's true. And then but Kachan couldn't accept it because he was already wore out by Shoto. No matter how you look at it, I love the way they did it. Don't get me wrong. I liked the fact that it was. Deku went full out, or Shota went full out on on Deku, 
and so Kachan couldn't couldn't get him to get to his full strength, and so he couldn't accept the fact that he was he beat Shoto because he did not use his full power. I loved that they did that. Um, it was one of those things that that made Kachan realize that he wasn't all that, even though he thinks he is. Yeah, I stepped back because I forgot that Kachan was still after that. So I thought there was a possibility he go to, could, could go fight Kachan, but I knew for a fact that Deku would not win. That's my whole point. Um, but that was fantastically animated, uh, the fight between <laughs> Deku and Shota. Uh, th- I think at some point I've seen a, uh, I think Crunchyroll did like a, a spotlight for the director for him or something like that on Twitter. And just watching that where he... The animation for him basically creating the ice and then setting on fire was just absolutely fantastically animated. It was it was a fantastic little fight. And I think they said that he they brought in that that guy just to do that part of it, which is just fantastic. Um But yeah, that was that was funny seeing how I think Shoto his story made that tournament arc so great. Because even though you had again predictable but they were still cool fights uh, between all the members throughout the entire tournament uh tournament they still had on the side this ongoing story about uh shoto and and his his daddy complex with endeavor um and the story about his mother and the freaking crap that endeavor put her through and uh it was really messed up story i'm sorry (laughs) and that's just that's what's really also funny about the season was like the entire time i'm going this Endeavor guy is a total bleep. I don't want to say it on here because I would probably have to put a, 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 a Shauna in there. And then at some point when they had the second arc where, you know, uh, Tomura, the big evil guy, and, and Stain is out there and they're attacking people. And then Endeavor shows up and he's being cool. And I'm like, <laughs> are they trying to make me like this dude? What the hell are you doing? You can't pull that off. I, we, no, we know your your dark secret. You no you <laughs> no. It's one of those moments where you're like, yes, Endeavor. Look what he's gonna. Oh, Endeavor, kick the. No, I don't like Endeavor. <laughs> Bad Endeavor. Don't like you. Stop making me cheer for you. Where's All Might at? Give me All Might. I don't want this. I take guy. All Might any day over Endeavor. <laughs> Just him fight along with Grantino, and of course he doesn't know Grantino. Grantino's awesome. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. I hate the hermit character. They did the hermit character and and Okay. Now. My question is Hero Killer. What do we think? Are we getting to the prediction part already? Is no, there something else I want just, to talk about? Just in ge- in general, do we like I because this section has been pretty much two sections. And and that's pretty much what I was hearing. Everybody was talking about, okay, the tournament arc is really awesome and everybody was talking crazy about this hero killer arc. Now I'm going to I'm going to say flat out I don't know if we're completely out of the hero killer section because it feels like we are. I'm just going to say that. It feels like we are cuz it it felt like when they jumped into like okay, well here is where, you know, the all for one came from and I, it felt like that was a okay, we're going to another chapter now. Here's the yeah. next chapter. Because it really did feel like they kind of wrapped up staying with that whole thing. So, my question is is how do we feel about because we both agree the tournament arc was epic i loved it um the hero killer section i'm a little mixed on and me personally because i like hero killer he was really cool his ability was really cool um the fight with him was really cool 
the lead up to that was pretty cool, but I felt a little bit bleh at the end. Well, no, because it did something kind of the cool end was at cool. The end, the end was yeah. cool. I like that. That was that had me going, oh my gosh, this is crazy. <laughs> like I don't, I don't. Are usually... you talking about the 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 uh, getting the the villains hyped up or something else? No, he where uh, he's basically being taken away, and he still he uses blood from something flying by, licks it, controls it, breaks out, runs over to get Deku. It was like yeah, it was that was cool, and then he literally turns around and and stops everybody. Like he ter- he took his masks yeah. off and he terrified everybody, not moving. That was the that was the the thing that they were saying with the All Might's smile is he. He has the ability to make the 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 villains rise up, and that that was kind of cool. Um, but at, at the end of it, I was I still felt like okay, I've been built up to this hero killer thing as something that is a really awesome arc, and all I got was this fight and that that little bit, and and I okay, this the, well wait, I mean, one that, that one begs the vi- question of what was in that manga for that particular arc, unless there's more of it, by the way. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's what that I'm saying. That was portrayed possibly better than the anime did, because my problem with the the fight was the entire time I was saying, shut up, Tenya. Shut up. <laughs> you're doing what the first season did, and you're doing it again. Shut up, Tenya. That, Tenya was ruining that fight. There was so much tension. It was, it was literally like a... It was a uh, a red light, green light thing going on with all the characters, and I love that aspect of it. It was like literally, okay, Deku can move now, and Deku goes on to, to help whoever was stopped, and then that person that was stopped is able to move, but then Deku can't move, and then and then this person can move, and then this person can move, and they're constantly juggling uh, the hero killer, and I thought that was really, really cool. That was That element was really cool with that, and of course, getting into what Stain is and what he believes and how that kind of... Uh, him and and Tomura getting a little more about Tomura, his ideals about what about getting rid of fake heroes and true heroes, all that stuff was really cool. Tenya, technically Tenya's fight with himself and what they see or uh, what these actual quote unquote employed heroes are allowed to do was really cool because he was going after revenge, and that made him technically fireable like he could he could possibly not be able to become a hero because he went after revenge i was like that's really interesting (laughs) i didn't really know that that was an element of this world i didn't know that if somebody a hero goes after revenge they can essentially no longer be a hero because that's bad otherwise you're using your this world allows you to use these powers as a hero as a job but technically the idea of using powers in this world full of powers for anything outside of being a hero is technically illegal. Yeah, especially with like the kids where they couldn't actually go out and do that anyway without the uh, the one that they were interning for would uh, would make them unregistered powers and all that stuff. But I, I so, guess technically yeah. some of that stuff was touched a little bit in the first season, but it was like it solidified it with this particular little issue that Tenya was having. So like I don't completely think Tenya was a bad thing there. And I think his story was cool. I think they were being a little soft on, I heard Hero Killer, and I'm like, dude, his brother's dead. This is getting really serious. And no, oh, never mind. His brother's not dead. Are we going to kill anybody off? I thought I literally thought they were going to start killing people at this point. I thought Tenya was going to die because it did that stupid little 
uh, tease with Deku saying, I should have said something or something like that as Tenya was leaving. I'm like, what the hell? Are they going to kill Tenya? <laughs> <laughs> they were totally teasing. Um, so yeah, it was, it was not completely wasted having Tenya there. It's just, I did not like, I was having flashbacks of season one. Okay. That's what I was having. It's just, okay, I get it already. His brother is in a hospital bed and this is what he said. Uh, but other than that, it was, it was a, like I said, a solid fight just because it was constantly juggling that. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, in, in my opinion, I, I, I really like this but he, season as all. Not, that's not all of him though. I mean, there's gotta be more staying. You but, think so? Yeah. He's going to break out. I, and that, and that's, that's what I'm figuring is, is either this arc is not over and we just got to a certain point and we're kind of in a small respite. And and maybe I I don't know if we can if if somebody can tell us that and and not be spoilery so maybe just say hero killer episode or arc is not over I would that still be a- <laughs> yeah I mean I don't think it's really that big of a deal um he's just saying yeah if it's not over yet or not I mean it's it's plenty fine or the thing that everybody freaks out about with the killer or hero killer arc is still not done yet. Or maybe it was the whole thing with uh, All for One. Maybe that was the thing that everybody was freaking yeah, out about. Yeah, that's what we were we were speculating for a while is, okay, maybe it has something to do with the other things, uh, the the the, reve- the big reveal with All Might and, and these little secrets that are supposed to be coming out. I don't know. I I don't know. what What is the thing that is so big about the hero killer arc that I'm missing? So I don't have her in here, but I like the – I love the engineer girl. So you jumped forward in the she whole hero awesome. arc thing. I liked her. Her fight with, uh, with my uh, babies, Kenya was great because <laughs> it was like she was literally, literally making him be like this big commercial for her, and that was all she wanted out of the whole thing. It was that was fan because I was wondering what they were gonna do with her. I was like, how can she fight somebody else? Because technically she just has her equipment, and now he has it all on. What the hell are they doing? And she literally has her power is on him. <laughs> And they they turned into something really fun. That was that was cool. Um, what other fights were there that was standout-ish? Um, I enjoyed uh, who was it? Uh, Fumikage? No, it was uh, Tenya and the it was the other girl, and he just pushed her off the 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 stage. I thought it was a pretty cool one too. There was a lot of really cool ones, and I I don't remember most of them, but. Yeah, Kacha being upset because he didn't <laughs> he didn't find it a success or he didn't he didn't want the win because <laughs> they stopped it because they were basically gonna he blow kept the place out up. Of it. <laughs> I love that he was. They were gonna there. blow the damn place up, so they stopped him, and he did not want that win. <laughs> he had to put a big old mask on him. He was like yeah. Silence of the Lambs or something. Had the mask on. And he's that was like, great. Rrr, 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 and then all Mike comes up there to try to cheer him up. Oh, uh, that was that was cool. Yeah, the other the other thing was I guess the where we can get into our predictions. Of course, I guess it's really going to be a thing of not knowing if we're ever going to get there at some point uh, in this particular season. Because I don't I don't think that this season will have uh, the all for one or one for all for one guy. The bad guy is all for one. All Might is one one for, for all. all. Right, because it's pulling in the powers versus giving the powers for everybody else. Um, I thought it was a cool concept. I, I was really kind of, I thought it was going to be, I think the broader picture story, I didn't think it was going to have much, but then to have this kind of, yeah, it is, here's a bad guy, uh, getting into it, being a person that can take powers away was pretty cool. 
Um, I like the fact that they kind of point out you couldn't get a, you couldn't steal a power for restoration before you got yourself jacked up or whatever you got. You literally got beat up by I guess you all might. Um, that was uh, kind of interesting. So yeah, it's uh, it's really I guess a question of do you think they're gonna get in? I don't think they're gonna. Get, I mean, they they might have them show up for a little bit and then leave, but they they, they have to have something for the big finale because I mean we only have four episodes left, so they're gonna have, and we literally have just finished the uh stain story and we're we got that big reveal with uh the all for one and one for all you have four more episodes you have to leave it with a a big kaboom so what are they going to do for this this final four episodes? probably a baby attack and um just a small sensei attack small yeah just a small attack all for by one Tomura and something yeah i can see that i guess that's that's kind of what i was thinking uh all right Anything Something to one? make All Might look cool again. Yeah. I liked how that uh, Gene guy got uh, tech, uh, caught you on all <laughs> That was <up>. awesome. <laughs> I was sad to see the other girls didn't really get much going on with them, except for maybe Froppy. Froppy got some pretty cool little moments. Froppy there. was awesome. She got, she, got all, she got her own little super like Baywatch-type story going on where she went out into the boat and everything. Uh, got herself a girlfriend. Life? Yeah, she did. Centaur's Life? You have anything on Centaur's Life? <laughs> I don't think so. No, not really. Um, Lights of Cleone. There we go. That's one that nobody cares about hearing spoilers for. <laughs> so the girl's I dead. Get, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of the easy the easy draw there. I mean, well, okay, I thought I, for the longest time it was going to be a thing of because it kept showing the mom and she's like, okay, this this girl's like sick. Obviously. No, no, no. Okay, I I got to thinking about it later. The girl could have been run, run away. And she keeps going back to the hospital, hoping that she's going to go back to the hospital. And that's why we've seen the empty bed. To see that she ran away. And but she the wasn't bed in the, and everything bed. was made. Like, it, was, it wasn't <laughs> like a, it was disheveled and she ran out the window. It, it's literally... And it was the fact that she said that she didn't send the text. That was the other thing that kind of killed it. Yeah. That's that technically she... You know, you were saying she probably sent it before she, she died or whatever... Or from the ghost world. The entire series, I thought it was going to be a thing of, here's this girl, she's slowly dying, and it's giving a message on bullying and how this is really terrible. And then at some point, because it kind of hits on that right at the first episode, it's like, we wish she did, we did something more, or we could do something more, or something like that. It, was, it, was, it, it really felt like these two characters were reminiscing on something that they could not fix or that something that they wish they could have made better. So it literally felt like, okay, this girl's going to be dead by the end of this this show. It was just a thing of, like, that I didn't really foresee was this thing of them going out and and spending time with a ghost. That was a little bit out of left field. So at least it threw one little curveball at me. So it made the entire show worth it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so you think we'll stick with the she's a ghost? I'm going to go with the ghost until we see otherwise. And they'll have to say goodbye. There's the prediction right there. Uh, gamers. That's been a surprise <laughs> hit of the sh- season here. This one has blown it out of the water as far as funny. Yeah, it it keeps it keeps getting me laughing, and it's funny because every now and then, every now and then I go, okay, the super duper love hexagon laugh joke thing is getting old, and I'm like, please. And then they twist it and, and make it, it funnier. Funny yeah, it, like. <laughs> Like, at some point, I was going, okay, literally, you guys have to stop this. Uh, Agurdi thinks that uh, uh, 
uh, Uehara is with Tendo, and Tendo thinks that uh, or Hashimori and Amano are together, and then and Amano thinks that you know everybody thinks that somebody's with somebody else, and that people are cheating on each other. And I'm like, at some point, I'm like, okay, I, I'm getting kind of tired of this, but yeah, then it ends up doing something goofy, like the game of life that they did, and how I love how Uehara has turned into like the. This is everybody that watches any harem show. This guy, his, I know, I, I feel this guy. Like he is, his inner monologue is everybody screaming at the screen whenever they watch a harem show. Cause like, he literally is like, you are so dense, Amano. Like literally you don't see how star-crushed lovers you two are. Like he, he just jokes about it all the time when he was, when he's hanging out with uh, Hoshimori and he's, and he's like, uh, she keeps bringing up these different things like oh I, I like playing this game he's like you don't realize how good you are for each other like you're perfect for each other why don't you see this I, I just get a kick out of that but yeah this show has had me rolling with all those little the the confession scene was just hilarious I was laughing so loud and it's Yorokonde <laughs> like, <laughs> <What the> <laughs> <laughs> he's like go out with me okay Wait, wait, that is happening? No, it's before then where everybody's literally staring at each other. Now, the a good portion of that episode with them kind of doing their inner dialogue with each character through different classrooms, I got kind of fatigued with that whole thing. But it was a payoff at the very end when they're all staring at each other going... They're, they have these really weird grins on their faces. because They've got like a guilty face. Yeah, everybody's thinking each other's guilty, and they're all looking at each other with these really weird, distorted faces. And they're all like, he's obviously guilty. She's obviously guilty. It was just absolutely hilarious. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a treat, so. Yeah, no, no way of explaining how, how this show is just knocking it out of the park as far as comedy is concerned. Uh, girlfriend. My f- girl, first girlfriend oh. is a gal. At least they toned down on the stupid boys. Yeah, no, they haven't. I mean, no, they keep I mean, bringing the lollycon not... guy up, and oh, this gosh. is. <laughs> oh my gosh! Kill that guy, please! <laughs> Murder him! Somebody! Where's the Andaries when you need them? <laughs> that, that's one of those one moments where you're like, obviously that's something that's easily gotten away with with like a manga, but that's one of those ones where like when you get to them adapting it. Why didn't somebody in that room go, this dude, can we just not, can we just not be as literal about it? Can we just not have him hint at it every two pages? I don't know if I want him in the show like this. But yeah, he's, uh, yeah, when he went to work for the, 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 daycare. School, the daycare place, I was like, somebody kill this kid. Really? Why isn't he in jail? Why, why did I, why is this, did is this why a commentary on that, police why, and not handling situations properly? Why did we think that this was a good idea for him to go and work at the daycare center? Why did none of his friends say, "Look, dude, um, you might want to wait until you, you know, never," and like you know, do you want to like not go to jail? And yeah, uh, there's really nothing else. <laughs> but no, my point was that it, they're not as drawn out scenes with the boys is my thing because it felt like with the earlier episodes it felt like half the episodes of them and half the episode was uh, yukana and and juinchi with her and now it kind of feels like whenever their scenes come around it's kind of they wrap it up pretty quickly so i when we were talking on the first impressions we were talking about you know skipping 
ahead of past all those scenes and I always have my controller ready to skip ahead and then I go okay I, they, they finished before I got agitated and didn't want to see any more of it and, and, the, and the funny thing is for the most part it's it's a mixed bag I I do like a lot of the 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 girls do very well in their parts and Junichi He's a hit and miss for the most part. He, at least he's not as annoying. He's as nowhere near as annoying as he was at the beginning. At the beginning. Um, and 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 the girls and how they they've sold the the him as the the love interest for them. It it, it is kind of enjoyable. I do like that. Um, Yukana seems to be genuinely interested in him. Uh, Nene being the childhood friend and adjusting herself to uh to be more attractive to Junichi, Yui and what her particular re- reason for being interested in Junichi f- it for and Ronko well Ronko's Ronko <laughs> I like how you skip over Yui she wants him to be her dog I well I didn't want to I didn't want to <laughs> This is a spoiler cast talk about that's it That's true I, it is okay yeah, he wants it to be I, I love Yui, and she, and wants him to be she wanted her dog back. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> I like how she keeps slipping it out of her now and then, and going, "Oh wait, no, that's not what I meant." Oh gosh, I think I think her her little goofy thing was probably one of my favorites so far. Um, Nene was kind of cute when she kind of went all gadu on us, and it was funny how they were all making fun of her. Like, oh, she's like <laughs> an old school gadu. Like, <laughs> I like the surprise bed scene with her. That was pretty awesome. They get pretty crazy with her. That was that was probably the that was probably the the furthest they've gone with that whole thing. Um, at least they've toned down the stupid censorship. That, like I don't mind they censorship, have not, but that they was have not toned down nothing with no, that censorship. No, the censorship's it's still there. Stupid. The thing is, is that ever since it, they did it with uh, Nene's scene, and then ever since then they kind of they do the censorship, but it's not the hands and the. Oh, <laughs> okay, I get. The I sound agree. effects was the irritating part. The I guess I can agree part. with that. And the glamour but it's hands. still, it is still getting, it is still annoying to have, um, <laughs> where snake panty shots being censored. That that that, that is what weird. Is the, what's the point? I, all I can think of is maybe it's the fact that maybe it, the time probably the time camel toe on, is about. But yeah, it, it's the crease marks. That's the crease marks is what I assume most of it is, but. I'm assuming it's probably either purposely done for selling the Blu-rays, obviously, or maybe it's maybe the time slot that they're in. But even in, even if it is in a, you know, an earlier time slot, censoring those scenes isn't going to take away from what that scene's doing. I mean, that's like that's like uh, even if you censored uh, uh, Scum's Wish, you obviously know what's happening in that room. I mean, you have to cut the scene out completely, otherwise. It's obvious. You don't even have to show it, and we know what's happening. Um, and I think that implication is just as bad. But uh, yeah, at least it's not like, like you know, the glamour hands. Oh no! Oh ah! That that crap. I'll agree with you on that one. It's that not was, that bad. It was it was literally like, and I guess that's the only thing you can take away from that censorship is that you could just imagine the fact there's these gadus in your your room and they're all going, oh no, you can't watch that, and you're just going, that's funny. <laughs> That's the only way I can accept that. So yeah. Did you want to talk about anything on Restaurant to Another World? I I'm enjoying it. I this isn't a review, by the way. So it's you know, right. if you want to talk about something spoilery. No, there's nothing. Re- I mean, do you want me to tell you what she is? 
Who? She's not an elf. Oh, the that other, one? The other maid. Um, she is... That, you, you'll be surprised. She is... The surprise would be that she's a Tenshi, but I would assume that she's a demon. Nope. Aku. She is a dragon. Oh, well, that's She not is a black dragon. That would probably be my third pick, so that's not too surprising. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything spoilery to talk about with your In Another World with my smartphone? Uh, I'm actually... It's actually quite a bit of fun. Um, Did the chemistry ever get fixed? And we're, again, we're not doing a spoilery. Uh, we're doing it's, a spoilery. It's... The chemistry... I don't have a problem with the chemistry then per se. Then it's not fixed. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, because you're advancing around it. Well, I think that what, what I was going to say is what it ended up being is not quite... I mean, af- after you get past the fact that Toya is just stupidly overpowered, because obviously he is. You got that in the first few episodes. But in the latter episodes, you start seeing that it's not really going for the... Um, the isekai thing it really isn't it's just going for him going to a place and fixing it and whatever that fix is ends up adding another girl to his harem which he's got about a million by now (laughs) it's actually Um, quite fun i've enjoyed it yeah so it hasn't changed token rambo i definitely i was gonna revisit that one but i don't know if i ever will do you were Um, watching this did that ever yeah. pick up? Nice and Magic is, I can't sell it to you because nope. it's still kind of doing the same thing as when you left it off with, and that's been my so frustration the same with as it. my my predicament with the with the uh, smartphone. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I've I got a kick out of what I, and this is kind of getting to where I kind of think the show is going, and would be my prediction area, is it feels like the show is heavily pushing on the idea of him his naivety wanting to build these mecha robots just because he loves it and everybody's puzzled by the fact that he's what are you after kind of thing like you're doing such great thing what are you after like are you after the king or are you wanting to be his right hand man no i just want to build these freaking mecha robots and his naivety has been the really fun part about this show but the show spends so much time on going... It, it feels like half the show is narrated because it's going, and then Ernestine built this next mecha robot, and then that mecha robot went to this other organization where they... Because his whole thing is he builds cool robots, but he doesn't have the polish that goes with it. And I like how they kind of pointed that out. Like, yeah, you can create the coolest thing ever, and it's, and it's, it's an advancement. It's something we've never seen before, and it's pushing us further. But you lack polish, and that that's the lab guys over here. They're able to give the, the polish it needs. But I feel what it's doing right now is it's, it's, it's been hitting so hard on him developing these things, and then the enemy gets part of it, and then they start billing him. Is it almost feels – I wonder if they're ever going to address this, but it feels like it's it's pushing this idea that he's technically advancing them into war. And I wonder if they're ever, if they're ever actually going to address that. Because it, every now and then it kind of hits, it, they kind of have him go, look, dude, Ernesty, you just flew a test robot into the side of a mountain and it wrecked and you could have died. You got to chill out for a second. He's going, no, I got to change this part of it. And then, he's like, no, look, dude, you have to chill. And I kind of like whenever they kind of slap in the face of that or when somebody kind of goes, no, what are you after? And then he's like, no, I, it's just my hobby. It every now and then kind of throws seriousness at his face. And granted, he never really kind of takes it because he's he's no, so naive and he's into what he's doing. But there's a side of me that's like, are they going to hit on something like really serious with this? Because right now they're, they've developed a war. 
And I'm wondering if that war is going to blow up in his face. That would that would be really cool, but I don't know if that would. <laughs> I I like how clever it is, though. It's it's very clever with its battles too. Like I, that's the one thing. The, the two things that draws me is that the whole thing that I just ranted about right there. Um, the characters are fun. I like how how much charisma Ernesty has and what he's doing, and the mecha battles. Even though they're CG, they do a really good job with them. They just have really cool techniques and stuff with the fights because everything that he kind of builds has some really cool quirk to it and how that quirk offsets somebody else is really, really cool. So, I mean, when they first rode in with the four-legged <laughs> mechas, I was like, what the hell? He's got four-legged mechas now. And everybody's all shocked with me. And I'm like, okay, what the hell are they going to do with this four-legged mecha? And they Don't you know four, four-legged mechas are awesomer than two-legged mechas? But you never see them. Why don't you see them? Because people don't like them for some reason. They, they're strong. They they don't get knocked over. Everybody knows this. I mean, if you've played Battletech, four-legged mechas are the best. But they do kind of point out the fact that they're kind of like cattle where you can kind of predict where they're going easier. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's the problem is they, they kind of have to go pretty straight. They can't really strife that well. Maybe he'll advance them enough that they can strife. But right now they're kind of pretty, they're pretty set that they have to kind of go straight. So I don't know. I, I like And of uh, course assault mechas are better than light mechas. I don't even know what the point of the light mechas are. I really like the uh um the past the past king and uh when he was gonna retire and Amorous, which is the prince of which is the grandson, and how they were kind of fighting over Ernesty building a new mecha and they're them having a little bout that was kinda cool. Um I like I like the mechas that he's make, but like I said, I think it spends too much time kind of narrating from one point to the other. One. Okay, then he built this, and then he built this, and then he built this, and then he advanced this, and then he did this, and then he did this. It's like okay, stop, stop coasting me everywhere. I know they're kind of building up his story, but it still kind of feels like it's it's kind of jumping around. Love and lies. I know I'm gonna hate this show at the end. I know this is not gonna come to a conclusion. I was telling Chris that I kind of. I kind of was browsing the manga, trying to find out, just to find out where it was at. And I think I was looking at it at episode seven's conclusion. I was looking at it where it was at at that point. And it was like, it was at like chapter 66 and they are at like 150 now. So I'm like, if you're this late in the show and the, and the manga is still ongoing, technically, this is not going to cover any of this story. And I don't know. I, I, I'm assuming they they have a point in it, and they're like, "This is where it's going to conclude," and I, we think that that'll be a a good point. But right now, no. it's screaming manga bait, and I'm like, I wish I never got into this at this point. Why did I bother? It's it's such a frustrating story. I mean, even when I was reading it in the in the manga, and 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 no, I didn't get. I I'm I'm farther in the anime than I was in the manga. I it's it's a show that. I absolutely love it. It the drama aspect of it just just pours out to me. I love it. I love to hate but it. That's the problem. It, I exactly. Hate it and it, I love it. At the same it's, time. it's 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 one it of hurts those. Me. It, it it does it because you want to root. Sadly, me, I kind of want to root for both of the girls. I even want to root for the boy. I mean, I love these characters and I love the way that they interact with each other. Yukari is such a great ditherer, for lack of a better term. And these three characters... I don't think he's too bad. 
Well, I don't and think, that, that's I don't what I mean. He's a great he's a great ditherer in the fact that he's not a bad ditherer. Does that make sense? He's the 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 bad ditherer is the one who is so dense that none of he doesn't he actually gets it. He knows that he is in love with me, me or he thinks he's in love with me, Misaki. He's questioning whether or not he's in love with Runana and he doesn't really understand what his feelings are for Yusuke. Well, so. <laughs> that was, well, I don't think they've even gotten to that. That That's not even a thing in his mind. Um, they never, they have not yet had a point where Yusuke says, look, dude, I like you. Or Yukari well, never I'm, says, I'm, I'm look, playing dude, I'm with it. Like I'm, I'm playing with it. It's, so that's not really a thing for me. The The problem that I had was that, um, and it was, it was, the dither aspect never really became an issue for me until recently. Because it, it at the beginning, they sold me on, okay, here's this girl uh, he really likes. He set up this other girl. And I was just perfectly fine for a long time because it was always, the Nina was okay with it. And she never seemed like she wanted interest in him. And then the moment when they really start hitting on Renina and really showing her as a character and her as a possible, and she's she's perfect. Like, she's she's cute. She's got so much going for her. And she's adorable. And they have these moments together with her. And it almost felt like they were getting away from Misaki. And then Colson nowhere Misaki comes back up and says, I've loved you for the longest time. What is love? And and spews out all this stuff to him. And I'm going, No, no, stop. I was going I was I was I was liking Rina. Now you're now you're bringing me back over here. No, I was I wanted him to get I want I don't care about him, just like with all these stupid kind of shows. I just want Rina to be happy, and she was going to be happy, and now you threw a wrench in that whole thing. So, oh, gosh. It just, it, it's doing that thing where it kind of goes back and forth between these two characters and going, no, this is the best choice. No, this is the best choice. Oh, no, this is the best choice. No, this is the best choice. And it's just, my heart is trying to go both directions, and eventually it kind of splits in half. But no, I, I guess the... The big issue that I really have with this show and is why I say I wish I never got into it is because with the the type of show that it is that plays off of hearts so heavily and it's just it's ruining these people. They're going through really difficult decisions and uh, they're being heartbroken. Not to to know that I'm probably unless they completely anime original it, which is just not common. They just don't do that very often. Um, unless they do an anime original, there's no way they're going to have a conclusion with this show. There's no way we're going to have a decision made. And if there's the problem with with heartbreak shows like this is if there's not a decision made, how are you going to give me a payoff? How are you going to give me something where I go, okay, that was that was good. I'm I'm satisfied. I don't think I'm going to be satisfied with it. I don't know how they can pull off a satisfying ending with this. I All I can think, so think of them doing is going, yeah, maybe having the conflict that's coming up um, with with possibly revealing uh, how that message was sent to him originally, and them maybe having a conflict about what he, who he's going to choose. If he, all I can see is maybe the conflict, the the climax will be him having the conflict over. Do I go against society, which you get? You get you get docked basically in society for going against the marriage uh, choice for you. You he can have Misaki, but they will both be branded as people that 
went against the they system. Rejected, yeah, they rejected. And it the will system. go against their scores. It will go against their that's, employment. That's, that was the only time in this entire show where they really kind of hit on the idea that you have to do this system, because the synopsis was like you have to do the system. It's against the law to do to do love. And it's like the the show opens up and they're talking about going against the law and it's like wait these kids don't care about it what's the deal and then when they finally revealed that it was against their records and stuff I was like okay th- this yeah has that weight put to it now. that that put weight on it that that was not there at the in the the beginning I agree but it was like a and to have them kind of go through this and I I can see him having that that conflict like him finally going look I don't care if I'm branded I'm going to go after Misaki maybe that's the ending and but he's still connected to Rimuna and marriage and then it kind of goes off into the sunset that's how i see it kind of ending is there's no decision made but he decides that he's gonna go go against the system he's gonna make a decision to go against the system and that will be the ending that will be the big oh so you really do love me you're gonna go against the system okay well we're gonna be hated for by people forever i don't care and then it ends like that but then technically the manga keeps going on where they kind of get you know crap thrown in their face or something like I that i still say I still say Misaki and Yusuke get married, and then the three of them go off into the sunset together. Or the four of them all go in, off into the sunset together. And Yukari just has himself a grand old time with three <laughs> lovers. No, I, I was going based off of the, the the ending where it had the two girls together. I was like, they could just run off together. That'd be perfectly fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, they seem like they're hitting it off pretty well. But yeah, I mean, technically, you can have him get with him, accept the marriage with Riverna, and then just run off with Misaki. And um, of course, for the longest time, I thought that Yusuke got, and maybe it's still going to happen, like in the next episode or something. I thought for a fact that Yusuke and, and Misaki were already paired, but apparently they still have not gotten their uh, their letters. So but, I'm still but thinking that this better. girl has a, a a ribbon on her finger. So does that mean she's she's in the harem as well? I think that's just the one of the the covers of the manga, uh, and I think it's a thing that they're going with with the string. Ah, I see. <laughs> but no, she's the childhood friend. I, I know that she seems it, it. It it showed some kind of hint that she was involved in their past a long time ago. So yeah, they were in middle school together, and that was the whole thing. Is I I that was kind of what I was assuming was going to happen, and it ended up happening was that I knew that she had. She knew that Yukari and Misaki liked each other back in middle school. Right. And she wanted to make it kind of happen. But I think what her whole thing is, and I think she's getting help from uh, the other guy from the organization, I think their whole thing is they want to break the system. I think they're using Yukari to do that. That's my big prediction, which would be something probably that's going to happen way later in the manga, is my big prediction is that those two are trying to break the system um, because he obviously hates his system because he lost his loved one. He lost right. his 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 greatest love to the system, and she probably doesn't like it because she sees that these two are so perfect for each other. But then she probably sees that the system chose Rimuna for him, and then she's like, "This obviously doesn't work because these two love each other, so the system must be broken. Let's break it." Or maybe she lost. Maybe she's. Maybe her family was a terrible family because. Her parents were a terrible couple, and she wants that, to break the system. That makes sense. I mean, that's that's. There's so many possibilities, and those are the ones that kind of jump in my head. Um, but I think this this show will probably just end with him accepting to go against the system, and that's it. <laughs> Sadly, your predictions for the end of the anime? No, I agree with you. That one that one was pretty awesome. Little 
my manga way later yeah, one or you're my, my you're, 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 you're obviously making a manga choice but yeah i i'm gonna guess that the, no my the anime big my anime one is that yukari chooses to go against the system and says misaki i want to be with you and then it ends with that probably but nothing is really resolved probably your anime prediction that, i would go um, with that all right We'll see. We'll see. And, if it and comes we're going to get, we may get an, a, 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 a confession from Yusuke. I don't think they're going to do that. <laughs> I don't think, I think that's probably way later in the manga. Um, I don't really have anything convenient store boyfriends. I, as to if I can push Chris to watch it, I, the surprising thing is, I don't think it's really going to do with any of the characters. It literally, it's, it keeps getting stuck on Toa, Honda, and uh, Mihashi. Like, they've been like, they Even still now. haven't gotten together? Yeah. No, they keep their together, but they're having issues together. Because uh, Mihashi has a very strict family, and Honda is like seen as this kind of problem child. So they keep having struggles, and they're they're totally adorable probably, and cute, so I keep probably watching Probably just a, a favorite of the mangaka, so he keeps going back to him. <laughs> but no, it, it being original, I assumed they were going to do all these characters they had in the opening... And they have stated it's 12 episodes, and maybe unless they have plans later on to do more episodes, it's like, you haven't touched on anybody else. I mean, they they barely got into uh, the the class, uh, the, the student council president and his uh, quote-unquote sister, but that's about it. So I'm like, what else? I mean, are we not going to address anything? I don't know. So we'll see. But no, I mean, it's it's like I say, it's 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 rainy days. It's not it's not pushing the drama too hard, and that's really what I like about it. Oh, made an abyss. Here's Where another, is the bunny here's girl? An, here's another hour of talking. <laughs> the bunny girl. The we bunny. are missing the bunny girl. The bunny what is the point in having a bunny girl in the opening with no bunny girl okay. in the show? So giving I guess, that's I guess it's a perfect way to to give plenty of spacer for the spoiler people. Um Yeah, my my big prediction is that bunny's gonna be the mom. Are you, are you on that boat? I th- I think that that's an interesting idea. My theory is that when they go down that that lower layer, the, it changes them, and she got changed into a bunny. That's why they never return, is because they get changed when they're down there. But I don't know if they'll do that, because then technically Rico and Rigu might get changed, and they wouldn't want to change the character. I mean, it's Rico. She has to be cute Riku all the time. Well, she came from the bottom. That's true, and technically... Again, super big spoilers here. She's dead. I guess that was a spoiler. That was a bad one. That, everything, Ozen and Rico. Ozen was and awesome. Relic, okay. All that all stuff. Ozen is awesome. <laughs> I mean, I was loving this show up until Ozen because I was like, this is this is cool. I love the style of it. I love the character interactions. They're goofy. They're silly. They're kids kind of, you know, goofing around. The way that they interact was great. And I'm like, okay, now we're going on an adventure. I'm loving this. It looks beautiful. They're going on this adventure. And then Ozen shows up, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. This this character is incredible. And then it gets into Riku and the whole relic thing with her, how she was uh, uh, basically dead on birth. And the relic basically resurrected her. And then she's going, now, anything that gets resurrected, she she put a slab of meat in there. And it did the same thing that she's doing, which is go to is drawn to the center of the abyss and i'm like oh my gosh this is bad and so great at the same time i'm like i had so many mixed emotions happening with me i'm like 
Ozen is an incredible character. Her voicing is incredible. Her her art style is incredible. The art that they do with her when she gets up close and her eyes are, you know, just void. Everything they're doing with her, their voice, her writing, how she speaks, how she speaks about things and toying with things and dissecting them and figuring out how they work. Everything about her was fantastic. She was terrifying but epic at the same time. And then get into her and Liza, her uh, Eco's mother and their backstory. And then getting into that that relic and like I am eating all this up. I this has like been incredible last like four episodes. Sorry, I'm gushing. No, that, that's <laughs> that's where I pretty much fell. I I I really I hated Ozen at first because you oh, know, yeah. she's abusive and it kind of came off the wrong way. But then they turned her into the perfect. I don't. I know you have have her down as the it's perfect like a villain, like a but mentor she character. was a great mentor, a a a character that you could look up to no matter what, and that is what she per, came off as is this strong. Um, and I love the 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 fact that they call her Ozen the Unmovable or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was it was perfect name for her is just this thing that is there that is this. Um stalwart uh tower in the middle of this this place of chaos and she doesn't move it, it technically when I, when I put villain she didn't get into her backstory now <laughs> she was supposed to take care of rico i thought that was a cool reveal as well is, is going into how liza told ozen to take care of rico well she technically did fulfill when when rico finally went down there i just thought that was a just a fantastic little arc with them and um, the only th- and this kind of gets into my prediction area is the only thing that they haven't really addressed yet was that Liza said that she uh, that Gilo was her pupil, like she was right. training him, and so I'm like I don't think that's all we're gonna have from Gilo. I'm wondering if my only thought that they can have a good stopping point for Maiden Abyss is maybe having her go back up the surface at some point, like something happens down there quickly get out of there and then they go back up the surface and that's a good that's a good you know conclusion point before maybe going back down again shortly later but i think that guido might get involved with that like he might they might actually show how good he is by him actually going down there to where she's going at right now right okay that's what i'm actually that's what i would that's what i would i would say is that he he went he's going after yeah him him going after them and and catching them at towards the end of the show that would be interesting but he's not a white whistle he's so that's a purple whistle that's that's interesting i don't know if, i don't know if they'll which purple whistle is obviously greater than a blue whistle <laughs> but less than white whistle <laughs> less than a black whistle um but yeah that was i i i'm i'm constantly surprised by the show and i can't wait for more of it but uh yeah for a fact ozen was definitely a a huge part of my recent enjoyment of that show and She'll probably go down I, as one of my favorite female characters easily when we do our our uh, debates for the seer. It's it, it's a show that has, and it wasn't something that we 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 had this kind of want to see this show, but it it has af- absolutely given us everything we wanted out of this show plus some easily. It's easily taken one of the top spots in in my list for the this season. It just such a great show. I, I was telling Chris the other day, I was like, I love the fact that even though, sadly, we won't get any more of this after the season ends because it's only a 13-episode show. Cool thing is, though, the 13th episode is going to be a one-hour-long episode, so that's cool. 
Um, what sucks is that we're not going to have it, you know, come three weeks from now. It's going to be over. Um, but what's cool is that this next season we get another show which will have the same exact art style which i actually really like i think it's really refreshing to have this cool little kind of chibi looking art style in a show and we'll kind of get another one of those going in the next season um but it's just it's been a really fantastic show i think kinema citrus i don't think we've really gotten anything this spectacular from them so it's been a real real treat for us to get something really amazing from that studio so love the traps the traps are great yeah <laughs> It was funny because Chris, Chris and all the traps. I mean, I, ha, 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 ha. see what I did there? <laughs> I went immediately to One Direction, but yeah, when as it was at the same exact point, I was already thinking about it, and Chris kind of brought it up. I was like, "Yeah, he, he keeps saying Boku," and I'm like, "Yeah, he's he's definitely a trap." <laughs> <laughs> he, they are not hiding the fact that it's a boy because he keeps saying Boku. He keeps saying Boku over and over again, and we both caught that. And sure enough, they bring it up, and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, he kept saying Boku. He's definitely a trap." <laughs> And then the other traps. And they made him cry. I'm like, no. Oh, yeah, that was bad. That, that was bad. <laughs> Poor Maruko. That was, that, was, that, was, that was sad. But no, the, uh, that, that. Uh, the I, monster traps. The monster trap. I was originally talking about the monster traps, and then I added in Marluk. I thought you said all traps. Yeah, I, I added in the, the Marluk, because I love it. Uh, yeah, for me, me I, was, I was going, okay, where's the other trap? <laughs> I was in a trap, but I guess. but no, I the, the we we got a trap last episode with the uh, the the weird uh, kind of like the the fly trap thing where uh, it it has the little or the bee trap thing where it has the um, it's a flower that has the honey down at the bottom and it tricks the the flies down in there something similar to that and it was actually a weird puffer fish thingy <laughs> it was a weird weird one. And then uh, at the previous one episode, we had the um, the the weird flying thing that would make the dead bodies scream and cry. So no, it, it screamed help. Yeah, and it was it's one of those things. It's like this this show. If you have if you get nothing else out of it, this has been the most impressive world that seems so well thought out. It's so hard to describe that without talking about these things and when we go to do the review on this it's gonna be hard to say this is the reason why it's a great show without saying there's the 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 body uh uh the the monster that's making the body scream help to make well, people come out so that it can kill more people i think it's simply a thing of he's a very cre- he's very creative in creating unknown nature like this, this abyss has its own unique nature. Now it draws similar things from real nature. Yeah, but it it kind of mutates it in its own way. It's grabbing elements from true nature and fabricating it into something. So each one of the things makes sense in its own environment to create something really weird. And I like how each point of the abyss has its own kind of architecture to it. So there's like the the upside the un, the un, upside down forest and how they're kind of having to maneuver basically on the bottom of these uh, under trees however you want to explain it um, and then going on into the big huge gigantic pit basically with no nothing to climb on how are you going to get down that kind of thing all those all of those areas has its own kind of nature architecture uh, unknown elements and relics from 
wherever the hell they're – I mean, they had a boat inside of the side of the sticking wall. Why the hell did that get there? It It's all those things that you kind of wonder at some point, does it get explained? And maybe it's not going to be that fantastic how it's explained, but alien technology or something. I mean, that cube that Ozen has, it's like literally where the hell did that come from? <laughs> that's, that's really kind of scary. Um, and it kind of makes me wonder is – and I don't want to know if anybody's reading the manga, if they ever kind of address it, but – it really does beg the question of does Riku eventually will she eventually deal with this fact that anything that is reanimated from that box technically dies? Will she eventually die? Or will she die and they just gonna throw her in a box again to revive her? <laughs> I mean, what are they gonna do with that? Um because it really did seem like it it threw that out there really terrifyingly. So yeah. Really cool stuff. Absolutely fantastic scenes though. I was I was I was a Definitely, when it comes to the end of the year, it's definitely got to be one of those. I, I, I had it before she met Ozen. Um, I was talking on Twitter with somebody. I don't remember who it was. But they were bringing up, like, top favorites of the year. And I was like, definitely, like, I'm, I'm throwing out there, like, Kato and um, some other shows that I've been enjoying. And I was like, maybe the Abyss is definitely going to be a possibility. But then Ozen happened and then everything else after Ozen. And I'm like... Okay, never mind. This is so far easily going to be up there. So it's gonna it's gonna be a fight for that that top pick, unless it really does something to make me angry uh, with its ending. Maybe maybe Rico dies at the end. That would make me mad. Or if it if Marlo dies at the end, that would make me mad. <laughs> or Ozen dies. But he's with he's with Ozen, so we 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 figure he's probably all right. He'll be all right. That was sad. He's like, I, I say goodbye to a lot of people, but this one hurts or something like that. I'm like, oh, this hurts me. And they, and they kick in that stinking amazing vocal in there. And I'm like, no, you got the cool vocals in the background. No. They have some great music, too. So, ugh. Everything everything kills with the show. And uh, I hope it doesn't end dark. <laughs> it's it's showing that it can. It's showing that it, that's what sucks. Is it shows that it can be dark. I mean, the thing with Ozen, it shows how it can be it dark. It definitely the, has this, this the aspect. The creature calling it, help. It shows it can be dark. And I'm like, how, are they, how far are they going to go with this poor little girl named Rico that is just trotting down there? She has, she has a regu. <laughs> regu will protect her. And now he's got an awesome new pickaxe. He shoots so at things and then out. he passes out for two hours. And poor Rico gets into <laughs> more trouble. <laughs> She could have stayed still, but no, she's she hungry. She had to go and get some she's food. She's hungry. <laughs> and so she falls for the fly trap. So Ah, uh, what a show. Uh, yeah. But no, I agree. This this show has felt totally dark from the get-go. It has this uncanny knack of staying bright while it's so tonally dark. And I don't know how to better describe it's it. Because it's because Rico, she's so... Exactly. She's so, like... And I, I and they keep kind of hitting on that was Ozen was trying to shoot for and is what what she kind of dealt with in this last episode. They kind of keep hitting on the side that she's too naive, but at the same time she's really smart. She's very very smart, um, and that's the only reason why she's able to stay alive so much is she's so smart. Uh, but yeah, it's like, but that's to her fault. She's gonna get herself killed down there. But she's drawn just like the slab of meat. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this is definitely one when they when they get a Blu-ray, I'll definitely want it. Uh, we should move on. Are we gonna get a Blu-ray of this one? Gudu Gudu? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's one of those ones. Where we I missed think I out on on Goo, so we should have at least one similar <laughs> like that. That's true. That's true. It is a lot of fun. 
And I know it's fun. Is Netzo trap? I don't want to talk about NTR. it. NTR. <laughs> all, all I say, and I'm going to say it in the review, is that this show is about a bunch of people who blame other people for their own mistakes all stuck together. <laughs> None of these people confess up to their own stupid mistakes. Uh, new game. There's a uh, new game's been pretty pretty tough lately. I, that's that's been a surprise for me. I didn't think they were gonna get as as serious with, and I I guess some of it we can talk about when we do the review. But I don't know. I'll have to decide on that one. Maybe we can decide after we talk about it for a second. But the whole thing, the the one thing that really hit me hard with this season was when they started getting into art or artistic, uh, creative pride versus business. That was like a huge hitting point because it was the whole thing with Alba being selected as the artist, and then them saying, "Okay, Co, you're gonna do, you're gonna do the key art, and we're gonna put your name on it to sell it." And it was like, "No, I don't want this. This is hers. This is not mine. This is her, her character design. Don't put my name on it." And they were like, "No, we, we're gonna do that because that's what's gonna move copies." And it was like. Their inner conflict between the two of them, it was kind of similar to the same vibes I got out of uh, the later parts of Snafu, or not Snafu, um, so I kind of had to raise a boy girlfriend with this whole idea of, okay, now you're in the business world. This is how this stuff works. You don't, you don't, you're not, you don't get your name on something just because you think you did a good job of it and it sells. It's the company's going to do what makes them money, and I thought that was kind of cool when they got into. Yep. Yep. You got nothing. No, I, I, I. I think you hit it just right. I mean, the only thing I I would add, if anything, would be just to repeat you in saying that I liked the fact that they had that internal conflict of um, using her as a name comparative to Alba and her being the actual artist on it. It it was it was cool little. Fumi's changed a lot too. She's way different. Not she's, necessarily. She's she's still adorable, but yeah, she's. If you don't think come that out of she's her changed, shell, then you're she's crazy. Come out, she's come out of her shell a bit. And that's yeah. no, not a bit, a lot. Princess Principal, that show's been like made an abyssish. <laughs> I loved, and this is the one that I really want to talk about. I loved Chisei's episode. That was a fantastic episode, and of course, we got the big reveal here recently of of uh, you know Anj and Hime and how they know each other. Yep, that was a surprise. That one was quite an impressive little um, twist. Twist. Yes, that's a good li- way. Ainge the it. entire time has been the princess. Yep, and he may the entire time has been the random scamp that rocked by the castle at some point. I was wondering how they were going to do that because that was when they kind of opened it up and going into the princess life and it was her it was, coming in. I was like, and it got to that point where the 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 invasion happened and it kind of had that cave in. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So now, now did you get any hints of that? Any vibes of that towards the beginning of the show? Not really. That's, it's strange because I kind of did, but it just wasn't one of those things that it was kind of one of those passing fleeting thoughts. It was something, something that, that he may said to Ange at the very beginning of why did you come back or something like that. And it kind of hinted at the idea that maybe they were switched places. But hey, that was me. I get weird vibes like that. But you do the same thing sometimes. I don't understand where you get stuff. And it's like, wow, okay. No, I remember the the one thing that kind of stuck with me for the for longest time was... Uh, 
And this is, I guess, is the weirdest thing with the whole the whole show is they keep hitting on this goofy thing of Anj being from this this planet of lizards or something like that. And I guess it really does play in the whole element of her having really no origin. And what was weird is they kept like there's a lot of things like the the album art for the the soundtrack, the the opening uh, OP where they have her as this lizard. And I'm trying to figure out what is the lizard thing. She's a shapeshifter. That's what I'm trying to find out. Is like reptilians are shapeshifters. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's really all they're going with. Well, it looks like more like a, it looks more like a frog she's, in the intro. She's supposed to be the. She, she keep they keep calling her the shapeshifter. Reptilians are shapeshifters. If you go into the stupid stuff, sometimes even frogs. No reptilians. She reptilians like are are an alien race that are shapeshifters. I know that she said that she was from, like, a lizard world or something like that, but she always looked like a frog in the intro, so that's why I was getting that from. Yeah. Well, I guess. It's a could. cool intro, though, so I don't care. <laughs> um, I thought the father's one for Dorothy was pretty... was all right. I, I liked the ending. It felt like it was... I, I kind of seen it coming. It was, a, it was a good... It was a good, solid ending. But, what? yeah, I agree with you on, on Chise. Chise was absolutely that was epic a big fight. I love that fight. <laughs> It was just a thing of like they had this one episode where they were really quest they were they were doing this whole thing where they were questioning or she was questioning if they trusted her or not or something like that and I was like I hope that wasn't Chise's episode because everybody's got everybody got an origin episode except for Chise and then when they got into that part I was like okay here's her episode cool and I was like okay I'm not sure what this one and they got into the, it was just epic fights I liked her kind of introduction I liked her her, how they presented her and how the other characters accept her or not. Ainge had a lot of issues with her. And it just, the fight was just an incredible fight. It was very well animated. It wasn't, it wasn't affordable levels, but it it did it well enough that it was a, I was at the edge of my seat. Like, this is a really cool fight. And then, of course, they have the big reveal of, you know. It was such an awesome fight that I turned back to Andrew. I said, this is an awesome fight. <laughs> and it kept going. It was a long one, too. No, no, okay. I, I was... The the episode prior, like Andrew was saying, they were questioning Chise's loyalties. And then that episode happened, and that just made me more mad that the fact that they were questioning Chise's loyalties. It wasn't that they were questioning her loyalties. It was what was it about? It was it was something They that, thought that she was a spy. Or she No, well, they weren't I, I guess. No, she thought that they, they she was thinking they thought that she was a spy. She had doubts. She thought that they were doubting her. Oh. But they were they were putting her in that position for a reason. I think it was something that it was they didn't want to get her involved with or something like that. Or they, uh, especially towards the end or later part, they were like, "No, look, we just need you here because this is what you're you're you'll do a better job right here. This is what you need to do." So it was a it was a mixture of her feeling that they doubted her and her needing to be in a certain position. Is really what a lot of it was. But I think there was also another thing about somebody involved. I think was from her origin. Or her place of origin, or something like that. Beatrice's episode made me want to kill somebody. He had an episode. Had an episode? Yeah. Did I miss it? Where they explained where she came from? Oh, that was just like a passing conversation. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that was. They never really. I don't know if they'll give her a full episode. I, I think they she will. technically did. I mean, it, her getting accepted w- into the group and and finding her place in the group was that. Her yeah. I think that's that's. Okay, so her origin of coming into the, the group or. If they'll ever go into explaining 
what all she went through with the father. I don't think they will because I think they spent enough time. It was like a literally right. a a five minute conversation, and it was not. It was like okay, I don't really want to see any more of this, so I don't want a full episode of it. <laughs> so yeah, I guess her episode really is yeah uh, her first uh, mission basically with Anj, and which was a cool episode too. I thought that was a really right. cool little. I mean, literally, Anja was going to die if she wasn't there. Which it was, was a, it was, th- this this show has absolutely been a a, a, a supo- surprise treat. Like I said, when I came into this fir- that first episode, I was very very turned off of it. It just was such oh, a brutal it. show. I love and- it. <laughs> I, I I know, and that's the kind I, of I stuff think that works thing, for you. No, I think it's a thing of, and I I know why. So I think it's really a thing of. I think they didn't. They should have. They should have coasted into it, and I think they did. They like it came in. It was like okay, cool, cute girls doing cute spy things, and it was like brutal, serious killing slaughter. Okay, th- th- I think they should have just kind of gradually moved you into that. And they didn't do that, so I can see why it was kind of No, it, it it don't take this wrong because it's not like it ne- ever lost its kind of darker tone. It's not a dark tone show. I think it's just serious. It's just a very serious show, which is a surprising um way to take this show. It, and and you still have the cuter girls doing kind of cute things per se. <laughs> But it, it does still keep that darker tone, and it, it I like the way it has pulled that off. Well, I think the main reason why it can't be a cute girls doing cute things in any way, shape, or form is because they're not doing cute things. That's true. It's just I, cute girls in a serious setting, and I don't. And I think I think the issue when it comes to when people go to a review is going to be a thing of they shouldn't have had these cute girls. They could have just done a spy show, and it's like, but they're still cute girls. But I don't think the fact that they're cute should take away from the fact that they are doing things that they deem to be necessary i like how it explains who Hamy and uh Anj is and i think that's something that people criticize at the beginning of the show and it's like you didn't get it this goes back to our whole thing about people judging shows based off one or two three episodes is you never give enough time to tell you why these two characters are there why Hime is doing this why the, the whole thing of like well, why is this princess coming out of nowhere because she knows Anj, and we now know that she knows who Anj is. And obviously, she'd probably want to work with Anj because she's not supposed to be there. Those things get explained finally, and people don't give enough time to explain those things. That's the, the troubling thing. Why is there this crazy ninja chick flying through and slicing people up? Because she's, you know, this... She's the only Japanese daughter. character in the show. Yeah, she's the daughter of a daughter of this like re, like really powerful samurai guy. She's got a good trainer. She's been trained her entire life. Get over it kind of thing. So, I don't know. Yeah. Recreators. <laughs> we could talk about this one for another hour, too. Oh, uh, we didn't, I don't think, I don't know if we did it. I think we did a spoiler talk about this in the, the first season. I don't know. But, yeah. I'm just surprised that Meteora is not dead yet. <laughs> They've been flagging her for like five episodes and she's still alive, but now everybody else is dying now. I lost my freaking saber. You we we knew saber was, was gonna happen. I in the moment that she We betrayed, did not I did not see die. Celestia, but technically we haven't seen the next episode, so it may change because she's roasted. No, the the thing that comes up at this point, and this is kind of gets into the whole theory or prediction thing. Um, I thought the moment that Meteor was on this kind of pedestal thing and she was doing all this kind of, she was able to fabricate things basically, is they were kind of going into the idea that she can 
uh, fabricate things. They've both they built in these powers to their lore, and they've built Meteora up so much as being this key tool that that's why I was saying they've been flagging her for forever. I thought I literally thought when when uh, when the Himage first showed up in the the cage, she was gonna go straight after Meteora, and then of course when I seen Blitz come in there, I'm like, okay, now Blitz is gonna kill her. I thought that she was dead that episode, and then she lived. And the next episode, she lived, and then she keeps living. And I'm like, okay, maybe they, maybe they, they were, maybe they're just toying with me. But they brought up this thing when they brought Blitz's daughter back, or brought Blitz's daughter, wrote her back in, and then brought her into that world. So now my question then becomes: Is have they basically revealed now that death doesn't really matter? Are they gonna are they gonna start bringing people back? I thought that the, if they if they were gonna sh- if they were gonna pull that card, then they would have brought Mamika back already. But since they haven't, maybe it's a thing of when they come in that world, they don't control what comes in that world. The only reason the daughter is there is because they wrote her in that world. It would be too hard for them to write, you know, Celestia back into the world just on the fly. So unless Meteora can now fabricate people with her powers, then technically. There's nothing they can do for now, but maybe later on they can write them back in. There's a couple things that I've I've found interesting, and 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 I I find it interesting that uh, that they've they they have put Celestia, or if they have killed them. Remember, we haven't seen the last ep- the next episode. We have whatever. We're on um, nineteen. Yeah, three the, episodes left. L- literally, Celestia at the end of the last episode died. So. One of the things that I've found interesting, Celestia has shifted away from being kind of the quote unquote main character of the show. Yeah, Sota is the. I think MC we kind of just label her as that, but she would never really yeah, was. It, it, it actually has felt like Meteora has become yeah. kind of the main character. Now, and that is an ensemble cast, there really is no main character per se. Um, but I do find it interesting that when certain characters have passed away, this is ha- or or something has happened to characters in this show, as mainly the um, the uh, the uh, the quote unquote characters that are being brought into this show. Um, I don't know what it, what how do you separate a character from a character in a show that's so meta like this. <laughs> <laughs> The written characters, uh, like Celestia, or uh, anyway, one of the uh, the uh, written characters um, had uh, died, and this had a very big impact on the writer of that character. They, I think they classified them created and creators, created, created and, created and gods, basically, <laughs> but they're created and creators, um, and that affected the creator vastly a lot more than uh and and i i can totally agree with that and that that was one of the things that i was trying to get across when this show first started i loved the fact that they were putting such a they were humanizing yeah they they were they were emphasizing that the creators are the creators are not just somebody who is the the mangaka. I just write something. I actually have an investment in that character. I want that character to succeed, and that is something that they've dabbled on here and there. It, late, lately, it's been getting more into the actiony 
type stuff, but it's still something that the the person who's writing the story is actually keeping tabs on, making sure that you understand that the person who wrote Blitz knows Blitz inside and out. Why? Because she made Blitz. And she knows what deep down he really, really wants. She knows that he was going to shoot her the second that he walked in the door. He, she knows all this stuff about him because she created him. I, I, that, that was my little... Sound. And then she knew exactly how to pull him off to their side. And that's why they kind of went with what they went with. Um, I like when you, you spoil the entire thing to the entire crowd. <laughs> You're like, I haven't published that one yet. <laughs> Oh, it was it was the fortune teller all along? What? Everybody's going what? <laughs> I thought that was great. Spoil the entire thing for everybody. Um, I, 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 I guess my big thing is throughout the entire season has always been the the elements of humanizing these created, uh, bringing them into the world and having them be either jealous or vengeful over what they where they came from or over what they're in at the time going okay there's so many layers to this world i'm so jealous of all you have here all those elements has always been a thing that it's just so clever for me i enjoyed uh hikaya uh, hikayu even though her her creator is a total spaz and i i love how she, they kind of i i i hate the guy that created her but at the same time he was that quick joke of so what do you do now when you bring the pervert in here and they start addressing the fact that technically she's from an X-rated <laughs> or an adult-rated uh, dating sim game? Yeah, maybe you probably couldn't kept him around for that long. Maybe you could have done the joke and have him move on, but they kind of kept him around, so we kind of have to deal with them. But, yeah. It was it was a great joke. I, I, I have to admit that, no matter how you look at it. Why does everybody know about me? <laughs> <laughs> You, you weren't there. What are you talking about? Yeah, everybody's seen it. Everybody knows. <laughs> everybody's seen every part of you. It's just so wrong. And she's so, like, embarrassed over it. It's so bad. I feel so bad for her. It's like, how can I feel so bad for a character that's fake that just got revealed in the show? I felt bad for her through and through. Oh. I, I think my only issue I'm having right now with this show is I'm kind of getting tired of Hime. I'm... I liked her as a concept, and I liked how they kind of built her up as being this basically a thing that can be infinite. But at some point, you get infinity fatigue, and I'm getting that infinity fatigue now. You've you've had everybody blast her like crazy, and she literally goes, oh, I just reversed that dead Elastilia. Oh, you put me in a box. I just broke it because I'm all you know super powerful so i'm starting to i thought she was cool at first and i love this kind of idea of somebody that is technically unbeatable how do you overcome that but when you get to the later parts of this big huge plan they've been building up for the last you know nine episodes well they haven't revealed sota's trump card that's the right only thing that's I'm the only other on. thing that's kind of left and it's like well why wouldn't they have revealed it by now i mean at some point they can they're gonna have to go but we still have this. Like I don't know why they haven't revealed what he wrote into her or what. I think they were implying that he wrote it about Hime specifically. They were like, only you can come up with something like that or something like that. Oh, okay, we'll go with it because that sounds interesting. At what point would they go, don't worry, we still have this because everybody's dying right now. Why have they not revealed what that is yet? 
all I can think of is maybe it's what has to do with what's ever in the thumbnail right now because she looks completely different in the picture. So <laughs> the the only thing that I have with Hime because I like I liked Hime at yeah, she first. Looks like way different. My biggest issue with Hime is the fact that I don't think that they can com- they can make a compelling story for her. They've already made her story. I don't. That's the only problem. Is that's exactly you've already done her story. Well, yes and no. I what they have done with her is they have made she her. She herself has no story. That's her story, right? But and they've already revealed she, where she came from. She came as she is a result of Satsuna. I got that. The problem is, is that using that as a baseline is fine, but giving her a vengeance story doesn't make any sense. You're, huh? Yeah, it does. How does it, how do you get a vengeance story out of, I came out of nowhere and I don't know who my creator is. I found out who my creator is and, and now suddenly I want to destroy the world that destroyed her. She was created from somebody who was destroyed by the world and she wants to destroy it. That's all that she has is her story. That's her whole, that's all she has. That's That's what I'm saying. That's not a compelling enough story for That's her. That's not, but I'm saying, yeah, for her. I, I don't, I'm not going to disagree with you. I, I, but I think the problem is that they've already revealed her. They've already told her story. The show itself is about these characters and how they deal with it. I don't expect them to reveal anything else for her. My problem is I don't, I don't think that they, I don't, I don't want any more of her. Is my problem. I have, I have fatigue for what she is. Not necessarily that I care to have more of her story. She's already, they've already revealed her cards. Now, could they do something else with it? Like suddenly out of nowhere, she has some kind of weird relapse from her creator? I don't think that's going to happen in the middle of a battlefield when all the technically that she gets is from what she's told or what she researched about how they treated her creator. Yeah, all, I, all I'm saying is that I want something from her that I don't think that they're going to pull off. I Right now, we have M- Magane who at some point is probably going to go crazy and cause some kind of a, an issue because she's a Joker card and he may is the only ones that are left that need to be, have a story fulfilled in the, in the show as a whole. No, well, even at that point, Blitz wouldn't have a story. I mean, Blitz has just as much story for him. Mamika has just as much story for him. Everybody's had an equal amount of story. So I don't see them giving her any more story. I, the only thing I can think of going forward is that, well, she's the main villain. You have to have something for her. But I'm saying her story was Setsuna, and they've already revealed that. I don't think there's really anything more for her. I think, if anything, what they'll do is they'll probably reveal whatever trump card that Sota wrote into her, and they'll use that to somehow overcome her, and then maybe they'll have him apologize to her for what he allowed to happen to Setsuna, maybe even have him die over that whole situation. Um, and then they might jump quickly. That might happen within this episode 20. Then you have two more episodes that could probably go into whatever uh, Magane wants to decide to do. Just maybe throw a, a, a wrench in there. Maybe two episodes to revealing the trump card. Or maybe having, you know, he may go buck wild in this next episode. Sota reveals the trump card. It goes into episode 21 with that. He apologized to whatever maybe dies to to stop her. And then maybe a quick jump into Magane, maybe what she decided. The only thing I can think of not, maybe, the only thing that has me thinking that they won't do anything else with Magane is because they might be having her 
disappear from the scene at this point. And maybe that's what the the side story manga stuff is going to go into is whatever she decides to run off and do on her own. Yeah. Like maybe that this entire 22 episodes will not have a definitive. Now everybody's gone and the world continues on. Maybe they will have an element of people still kind of maybe creator creation still being around. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe Mavi Kell show up. Maybe that's the trump card. Maybe. Is that the moment that he wrote in to Hime, uh, Hime is that the moment that she uses her power to its fullest, she'll revive Mamika. And then Mamika will do her super big, huge explosion. Of course, that didn't work last time, so I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work well for her last time, so I don't know if we want her to do that again. <laughs> she still ended up impaled and dying. <sighs> Anything else I can think of in that one? Uh, Mamika's death was kind of screwed up, though. That was that was hard to watch. I, I think the only reason I accepted Celestia is because I was still kind of getting over Alistilia, so we'll see. Do you have anything to add on Sakura Quest? Uh, there's not much to spoil in that show. Yeah. True. True, true, true. I got the I got one happenings in that show spoiled for me, which kinda sucked. Uh, the only thing you can really spoil, I got spoiled for me. <laughs> so really? you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, so God Reset, my gosh. Uh, Is it something that I've seen? Fun. Okay. The only, the only thing in Sakura Quest that you could technically spoil that you probably would not have wanted to know before you went into that person's story. Can't think of that one. Then don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sagrada Resets. Yeah. This one, whew. I guess the only thing I really want to get into is Soma. So, yeah, super hyper spoilers here for people, because I know that nobody's watching this show except for us. Are we? It That's feels impressive. like it, because I think a lot of people got turned off by the same reason I was getting turned off at the beginning of it. it was the robot very, characters? It was very robotic. And it was very melodramatic. My, me, for me, it was mostly the melodramatic. It was over-the-top stuff. Like, I don't know why the whole hand-in-the-head explosion thing didn't set you off to want, want to watch anymore. Maybe because it was a stupid guy. You don't care if he gets his head blown up. Maybe. <laughs> it was a it was a quick thing, and it moved on to other things, so... It was a lot of jump of logic for me. I was like, really? He did that? Okay, whatever. But no, the, 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 the thing that I love about this show the most is Soma. And I hate this show the most is because of what it's doing to Soma. Because she's like a walking martyr. Like, she, right? she literally she literally does all of this stuff just for Kay. And she's getting nothing out of it. And she's she died for him. She got pulled from another dimension for him. She's fighting against all these people and trying to set all these traps just for him. She's literally a walking and, and she's going to get no enjoyment out of it in the end. Like she literally is doing it knowing that in the end and she, she herself set up K with Misora because she wanted them to be together because she knew that that would be the best method to overcoming thing. And they would be the most happy together. And it's like literally, you're like the best wingman ever. <laughs> I guess I'm. I'm. I'm totally shocked by this show. I. I guess my. After the melodrama that was kind of ruining it for me, I kind of got stuck into. The use of the abilities, 
And then when they kind of revealed bringing back Soma and started getting into all that stuff, that's where it kind of put its hooks into me. The only the only kind of misstep that I've kind of seen in the show since then was probably the dream sequence. I think that dragged out way too long. And I don't think we got enough out of it. I haven't felt like we've gotten much out of it in quite a while. And I don't I don't know the how last to... few episodes have gotten a lot out of it. It was the dream sequence the only thing I didn't get out the, of. The no, even well the guy the guy with the the memory or the 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 rewind ability. He's he's not selling himself as a Oh, I don't yeah, I don't care much for him as a villain. He he's he's not that good of a villain per se. I mean, and I know that they're trying to go for the cat and mouse thing with these two characters and it's not it's not pulling it off for me. And, and I don't know how to better describe it as that. I don't, I don't, I don't care much for him as a villain, but at the same time, I don't question him as a villain. He technically has a compelling story behind him. I mean, his parents literally are what's holding the damn place together. And it sucks. I mean, literally the guy, his guy came in and said, sorry, I had to freeze your dad to lock the world as it is now. He has a compelling reason of why he hates the abilities. It's ruined his family. It's taken his family away from him. There, I have no problems with him and his reasoning. I just don't. I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm bored with him as a character. Is is the thing? That's my thing. I I I don't. His 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 reasoning. Okay, I, I'm fine with it. It's. I I don't I don't care for him as a counter to K if right. you want to say right. that like if you're looking for a light versus uh yeah uh l it's not there it's literally yeah they have a cat and mouse thing going but with how the systems are in play it's not like they can you know duke it out face to face or maybe the i think the writing's clever enough in there because it's been playing a cat and mouse game it was just it was mostly with him and Soma for the longest time, and now it's Kay and this guy duking it out. So I don't know. They can always surprise me in the end by having something cool pulled out of it. It's just like again, I it was it spent in my opinion too much time in the dream world that I think that took too much away from what's actually more important. Which, not to say the dream world was useless, because it was setting up the pieces to get into, uh, you know, the villain story, Masamune's story. It just, I think it just went too long. I didn't feel like I was getting much out of that situation, I guess is the best way to put it. But I still think it's really clever with how they use the abilities. I, I think the, the photo thing was like, the first one was like, this is really cool, because they use the photo and the reset and... Ability transfers to see, to use the ability to see four. I thought they were totally going to make a second Soma. <laughs> I did confirm that that was a different day that they did the second photo because I totally thought that they, for some reason, like reset way back to like the first time they used the photo, but there were different people there, and that's why they were shocked by what they were about to do because technically they were never there. But I guess technically they used the reset, so yeah, they wouldn't have known. So they got the photo back. All right, never mind. I answered my own question. There wasn't two photos. They reset, so he got the photo back. Okay. I forgot that they reset because technically they used Yuka to solidify her before they reset. And that's what made her last the reset and come back to the real world. Okay. Did you get that? Are you following me? 
I, I, I remember answering your question yesterday, but now I don't remember why I said that. So yeah, <laughs> not what we're talking about anymore. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if it, uh, we'll see if I, I just want some, okay. Predictions. Obviously mass money loses. I mean, that's, that's a given. Um, I don't see the powers leaving. I don't, I, I see the victory being that they keep the world as is now as to if they will keep it as is, maybe they will negate the need to have those two people holding the world there. Cause they, they used, they used the, uh, one of the people was, was the one that was keeping the memories and one person was keeping, was expanding it into a bubble. And I think it was the father that was expanding the power in the bubble. No, I thought and the And they mom froze was. him. The mom was, and that's why they had to freeze her, and that would keep the dad alive, and he was the one that was keeping the memories in check. And that's why they had to freeze him. Otherwise, he would have died if they didn't do this thing. That's what uh oh, I know. I know that each one witch. of them had those powers. I just wasn't sure which one was the reason. I know that they woke up the mother, so that's the only reason I was saying that. Um, cause that was the, that was the ending point, which it triggered everything. I think he was the expander. I don't know. But anyways, the point is, is that they're, they're using two powers basically to sustain this environment. I can see them removing it by finding a loophole to allow it to remain. And maybe that's like the big kind of climactic build up towards the other parts. I don't really see them having to specifically keep to having the dome there um but i i see them keeping the powers or maybe if they if maybe they might end it with the powers disappearing but memories remaining that i can see that totally being a possibility because that would give it a, a a proper close is this a novel that's a light novel i'm not i want to i didn't look into seeing if the light novel is completed i don't see any good way for soma to end up soma's not going to be happy in the end unless yeah. they they brain, you know, maybe that she has somebody, maybe she has Masamune remove ice, uh, K from her memories. Maybe that's, that's the Poor only way baby. I can see her being happy is them Poor removing baby. him. And that's, and that's sad, but that's the only way I can see her being happy because I don't know why, but he's obsessed with Misora. And so that has to be a thing. Sadly. I just want, I just wanted someone to be happy. Someone needs to get together with, I don't know. Let's do the whole Yuri thing. Get with, get with the cat girl. Cat no, girl. get with Chiru. Michiru. Yeah, get with Chiru. She's cool. not Chichiru. Not Chichiru. Chiru. <laughs> Michiru. I, I like how the, the subtitles keeps translating uh, Okaidi to Eri Oka. It's like, he's saying Okaidi. It's a playoff word. Oka? Kairi. But they keep saying Eri Oka on the translation. It bugs me. It's a subtitle thing. Don't Don't worry about it. Uh, Rage of Bahama. This one's not gonna end happy either. <laughs> uh, Poor baby, got, she got her heart left. broke so hard. Yeah, she's not. That's that's that. Yeah, that. Uh, I think the king needs to die. Is is how it, no? And I don't know if we've said this. Maybe we said this in the last spoiler, or maybe a preview, or thing like that. I I totally see this whole thing, and it sucks because it's been going on for so long. It's like they really needed to get this out in the open already. I predict that the king is making this weapon device because he knows the Bahamut's coming back and he's going to use it to kill the Bahamut once and for all. 
it's just it's annoying that it's been this long of him not saying what he's doing. He just trampling over all these races and all these people and making so many enemies he's making himself the enemy you know all for because he wants to create this weapon he knew that it was going to tick everybody off by stealing the weapon from the angels but he knew the angels weren't going to give it to him he knew that it was going to tick off everybody by using them as slave laborers to build up to mine the stuff that we needed for it but he had to do it because nobody was going to do it by him asking so he's doing all these evil things which you cannot i'm not going to say is a good thing to enslave people all for the purpose that he's become the enemy to kill the Bahamut, and then they're going to finally reveal that the Bahamut's coming back, and he shoots a laser at it, and he's been the the bad good guy all along, and then Nina will realize, and then, sadly, the infection's been spreading from the bracelet, and he's going to die anyways, and then Nina cries, and the, the show ends. That's my prediction. Nina's I, sad in the end. I'm, I'm going with that. <laughs> Did I'm I draw a good one? I, I think that's a good I've been good thinking theory. about this one for a long time. That was um, it was completely left field. I didn't see that one coming. Then it's probably not going to happen. If Chris isn't predicting, it's got to be. And like all my predictions, I, I was just show. going with the the simple. He he's been misunderstood all along, and 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 he's probably being manipulated by dude. And <laughs> that's the whole thing. Lucifer's manipulating the entire time. You were wondering where Lucifer was. I wasn't saying Lucifer. W- I was saying Black Eye Guy. No, Black Eye Guy's not doing anything. He's an idiot. Mr. 3D Glasses Guy. Like, I was watching a 3D movie and it burned in my face. No, I you, can't give it, you can't give it to Lucifer because Lucifer's he's been down there. The he's been reading books. I'm saying he's been reading the We think he's been reading a book, but the entire time he's kind of, he's fingering at these little enchantments that are making him do things. Yeah. No. No. He wouldn't have. It's dude. Cerberus all along. She comes in there and and and, and sleeps with the Waff waff I just love the fact that we got a Magane angel. She was cute. Need more of the Magane angel. I totally see uh, Gabriel's going. She's gonna go nuts here soon. I'm surprised we didn't see her in the last episode, but she looked like she's. It looks like they're going fallen angel with her. What do you think? I think so. I would think that she's going, uh, so Phil's going to fall first. No, so Phil's, well, she technically, by, unless she falls, by laws, she's unless, technically already fall because she left the heavens right. without telling Gabriel. And then if I'm she just leaves saying, again, going that, will, that, will, that will make Gabriel fall. But yeah, I agree. If, if Sophia falls again, then Gabriel will fall. I think the fact that John ran off with Sophia is the fact that Gabriel's going to go dark here soon. She's going to go psycho crazy dark. I don't know, that last scene with her, like, all, like, laying out there, and it almost like her wings were falling, kind of told me that she was going bad. Anything to say on Reflections? Is it, is uh, he, are you just selling on me now? Did they have the Magical Girls show up? No, the Magical Girls haven't shown up yet. This is going to be a Tola thing. It, it's I'm gonna taunting predict, me with that. I'm going to predict Chris's review of the Reflections. It was all right. It has some cool concepts. But what made it really great was in episode 10, these magical girls showed up. <laughs> Best episode ever. I love this show. You should watch it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's what, here's what the reflection it, it really kind of boils down to. The, no matter how, it, it, it has this thing that they're talking about. They constantly are going on about this, this purple smoke or whatever. And that's when these characters become the reflected. And that's when they gain their powers. 
now what they're effectively doing is kind of the the gather them up type thing, but basically you have the bad guys that are gathering these people at the same time the good guys are trying to capture all these guys. So um and then that's really kind of been the 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 gist of the show so far. Um, and then of course, digging into them as characters, which so far, like you've got, you've got Lisa, who's been, who was a, an episode or two ago and Eleanor and the other guy, it, it, it moves very, very slow. That is the biggest problem that I have with the show so far. It's just that it feels so slow, looks pretty good. Um, but I can see where a lot of people would probably think it doesn't look good. So take that for what it is. You were, were you trying to sell it or are you just trying to give a synopsis? That's, that's <laughs> what has happened so far. I mean, no matter how you look at it, that's my biggest problem with this show is that it is that slow. It literally took how is many episodes? Going, is it going to season? I I'm I I can only assume that they're going two seasons because not enough has happened to be more than one season. Maybe it's just like a pilot, like a really long pilot, just to get you to buy into it. Oh, my MLS is tearing it apart. <laughs> uh, it's down the 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 hentai area, actually, the one hentai. Um, they don't say how many episodes. Maybe I might go two core. You don't know, or maybe split core, maybe. I, I can it, no 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 I I seriously I can see this going at least four four uh, cores. It it it's that slow. It literally feels that slow. I'm glad I jumped out of it. <laughs> uh, Sewer Dewey children can't really spoil much here, but just some really good moments. Uh, I love the coughing kiss. That was cute. <laughs> yeah, and she wants another kiss now, but she got she got to talk him into it. She doesn't want to look like a slut. I mean, you can't blame her. No, she's always worried about him thinking that she's being clingy. That's the cute part about them. Is they they they're over conscious about what each other thinks about their relationship. That's 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 what I've been enjoying most about this show is just kind of getting to each one of these couples and their quirks. I love the 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 two that have been like childhood friends forever, and then they're not realizing that. Wait, I confess to you, we're going out right. It's like, oh, I thought you were joking, so I was just playing off with it with another acting thing, and then. Going into their real relationship was really cute. Um, I'm waiting on Chizuru's story. I'm waiting for her to find happiness because she's been she's been needing love for a long time. Shinichi. I know people hate Shinichi, but I've heard a couple people say they hate, hate Shinichi. But how I can just, you hate Shinichi? He's so awesome. I hate. I usually hate his character. I mean, he's literally like the pelvis laser guy from My, <laughs> My Hero Academia. Yeah. I hate his guts. This guy, I love to death, and I just get a kick out of him. He's just hilarious. I, I have yet, him. I have yet to find a character in the show that I don't like. I can't think of one. No, not really. Not even, not even the two. Oh, the, ooh, ooh, I know the, a character. Not even the 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 girl with the 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 smoker girl and the um and the Megane uh, class president boy. I don't even hate those two together because they're just so perfect. <laughs> No, I think they're very damaging to each other, but it works because it's comedy and it works. They're perfect. <laughs> no, uh, the character I hate is the closing when it when it when it when the show stops. That character's evil. Yes, because I love I can every agree episode. With that one. It, 
And I think I almost want to say I want longer ones, but 12 episodes I think are really on the spot. And I love how it kind of jumps around each of the, the thing. I know I'm doing a review now, so I just stop. Even the, even the, 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 the kind of nerdy guy and the, and the sweet girl who's just too pure and he can't, he can't really say anything to her. And she doesn't know love. She, she's she just like, she's like, I felt, will you go, will you go up and go out with me? <laughs> then he, then oh, he goes and tells the, the guy? huh? You're talking about the junk guy? No, the, the nerdy guy with the green hair that's over his eyes. You don't even have him in the list. That's it must have been the annoying guy that was in the the when they went to the restaurant together. Yes. Okay. And then yeah. and then later he was, on, he, his inner he dialogue get, was kind of annoying. Yeah. And then later on, he uh, he ended up telling his buddy that he he's in this relationship and he got kicked out of his. his yeah, he couldn't social. go to the theater. He couldn't go to the theater. Yeah. With them. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. I'm following you now. No, I thought you were talking about the Chizuru girl, the the pure girl. <laughs> She's she's awesome. I love, she love her. She's character. like I, I. She went to the she went to the nurse because she thought that she was sick, and he was there. And then she's 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 really sick, and she she uses the thermostat and goes, "Oh, the temperature hasn't changed, so maybe I'm not sick." I'm like, "Oh, it's so pure, so pure." Oh, we can't stop I'm looking going. at each other in the pool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then she gets to the other side of the water and. It goes to respond to him, and it's somebody and else it's, there. No, it was it was the it was the yeah, jock. It was the jock guy. Yeah, I'm talking about <laughs> go to. Oh, so great! I love every minute of it. This this again, and that's what sucks. I think we had this problem either the last deliberations or the deliberation for that the the previous year. Um, comedy shows, and especially short. So you have these two negatives on it: it being a short and it being a comedy show. Uh, a show that you're not going to want to put it up against shows that are like, you know, Made in Abyss or something like that. But there's like nothing about this show that I don't like. It's literally a perfect comedy show. It's a perfect, cute comedy show. And yet it's going to be hard to put this up with against, you know, you know, Kato and Made in Abyss and anything else that ends up being in my list for the, the end of the season or year. But at least it'll be on the comedy list easily. Yeah. Because I don't... I mean, we have kind of Super Season 2. What else were the big comedy shows this year? Uh, Guru Guru. Yeah. Um, Tanaka-kun, was that this year? Or was that last year? No, I think that was last year. I don't know. We'll I don't know. We'll figure that out. When it I'm sure somebody's screaming, you're forgetting about TQ! No. TQ will never be on an otaku <laughs> spirit list. Just saying. You're going to put us deeper in the ground. Stop. Okay. That's it. Sorry. That's all I have. I don't Did hate I miss TQ. the show? I just won't watch it. Did I miss any shows? I don't know. Did you follow it? I have Tenchi, no. Tenchi 3P? I have not caught up on it yet. I was thinking of catching up. I'm working up on I've it. watched episode four. I'm working on it. Um, I've got to finish catching up on... I don't remember. I was trying to catch up on something, and then TQ or Angels is next. If you didn't hear us mention a show in this episode, then obviously we're either haven't got caught up on it yet, or it might be a possible drop. I think... I'm between. I want to pick up Altair again. I watched the uh, another episode of that one, but it's just I'm not sure if I'm going to invest in the rest of that one. Um, Tenchi Three P. I think we're both kind of trying to get caught up on that one. Um, what was the other ones? Uh, Token Rambu. I don't think I'm going to pick up on that. One. I'm not hearing very good things about it, except for the fact that it looks, looks really cool. Um, and I'm, I'm I as much as I love a foodable. I'm just kind of scrapping on time, and so that just because it looks cool isn't 
enough for me to go. I might go watch it later, maybe. Um, I think that's it. The rest of the shows, you know, like uh, Fastest Fingers, stuff like that, I think we kind of dropped. So, yeah. If we didn't mention a show in this particular podcast episode about spoiler cast, um, just hit us up and let us know if we should change our mind. We hope you guys enjoyed this spoiler cast episode. Again, we're going to do full reviews of all these shows so you can give our full perspective on the visuals, the the characters, and all that kind of stuff, not just our favorite moments and what makes them that are spoilery so great. Then check out our reviews when we do those. It'll probably be in two weeks. I think next weekend we'll be doing our preview, which is scary that it's already coming. Preview for the fall of 2017. Um, and then following that, we will probably start... We'll probably do either discussional or something else that we might do. And then the the last weekend of the year, or the month, we should be going into our reviews for the summer season. So we'll do three segments probably again, and then we'll go into our first impressions, and it just continues on! So anyhow, hope you guys enjoyed this spoiler cast episode. Again, we're at TalkingSpirit.com. We thank you guys for listening, and y'all take care. Oos! Take a